evening, everyone. This is episode 29 of Midnight Resistance. My name is Sean Bell. I'm joined by Andy Hamilton. Hello. That was rubbish, Andy. That was the least enthusiastic I've hello you've ever done on this show. And a, there's a lot of competition for that title. I've got a bit of a cold. I've got. Oh, for fuck's sake. Can oh, you hear me? Everyone, does everyone like a, feel really like sad? Phone call. Does everyone sound, feel really sad for Andy because he's got a bit of a cold? Fuck off. Also joining us tonight. It's or whenever, whenever, no, no, no. I was, was going to do, do a, a joke. Little... I was going to... Well, I'm the host, and I was going to do a little joke as well. <laughs> oh, well, sorry. You didn't tell no, me it's fine. You ruined it now. Joke. Go on. Midnight Resistance resident photographer, <laughs> Gary Dutton. Is that a brilliant joke? Is that the... <laughs> <laughs> no, that wasn't the brilliant... No, we've forgotten the brilliant joke. You'll never hear that. All right. Uh... Spoiler, wasn't brilliant. <laughs> um, Gary, say hello. It's Gary, bitch, as I already said. But... <laughs> um, so you two talk about how you met. All oh, right. Okay. I've had to, I, I had to tell someone this the other day, actually, and, it, and, and I <laughs> described. I was I was hammered, but I did describe it as it's a brilliant story. Um, <laughs> what we here over at Midnight Resistance, we don't do things by the book. <laughs> so when it comes to sourcing images for our articles and stuff, we just sort of get them off other people on the internet, which isn't <laughs> the best way to do things, but. Um, <laughs> You know, it's easy. Um, and I wrote a thing about Hotline Miami last year because it's rad. And I went looking for images to go with it. And I found an equally as rad image of a pig's mask on a table with some nasty looking instruments covered in blood. And it was so good. I thought it was like official promo material. So I shanghaied it and stuck it on top of my article and then got an email <laughs> a day later from... <laughs> From um, uh, Mr. Gary saying, uh, the article's good, which is an easy way to placate me <laughs> immediately. Uh, but the photo's mine and can you, um, credit me for it? So, I mean, it, yeah. I, obviously that's not an issue at all. So, yes, I credited him. And, um, then we talked about doing some things photo wise for the site. And then I met him with a plastic bag with a Dreamcast in it. And instead of going to work, I talked to him about Dark Souls for half an hour. <laughs> it's beautiful, beautiful, yeah. impassioned discussion. Yeah. Because yeah, that's that what it. you do when you meet someone for the first time. It's just immediately <laughs> going to Dark Souls chat. Regardless of who they are. Mm. Yeah. Right, that's indicative of, of two people who work in places where... You can't talk to anybody about video games as soon yeah, as you know someone else it. knows anything about games. You just go, go a bit wild. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just constant. It's beautiful. <laughs> right. right, video games. Aye. A, lot, a lot's happened since yeah, we last been a while. one of these podcasts. So, Eurogamer <laughs> happened, mm-hmm. and that was brilliant. Thank you to everyone who came to the meet. That was fucking stunning. Mm-hmm. Um... Especially thanks to the two uh, guys from Liverpool who apparently drove down just for the meet and weren't even going to the expo. Bloody hell. And then had to drive back the same day. Yeah, that was, that was rad. They came up heroic. to me straight away as I came in. Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, I've been at Resistance. And I was like, fucking hell, I've been recognised. This is the best thing ever. And then um, <laughs> uh, my bandmate and a couple of their friends showed up and I was going to do the Alan Partridge. So I called them and was like, look, can you just do that again? <laughs> like that bit in Alan Partridge. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and um, they hadn't seen that bit in Alan Partridge. So I was just like, oh, don't, oh, worry, don't worry about it. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, it was. Mm. Um, so we, are we going to bother talking about the expo itself? Um, no. Tom Tom Rizal kindly already did our coverage that's from all, the show. Yeah, that's all the coverage we need. We that's did. all we yeah. need. <laughs> um, uh, you won the Mount Your Friends UK I won championships. 
Yeah, that was good. Enjoyed that. That's yeah. thrilling. Um, it was amazing. The, the spectacle. Yeah, the the trophy finally showed up the other day. <laughs> Where did it it's, go? I don't, well, the as I suspected, my my wrapping that I bought everything from Ryman's on the day and then wrote, like wrapped it up in the hotel room um, was insufficient. Um, the back the paper uh, that I wrapped it in must have like torn open or something because. <laughs> Uh, when my girlfriend had to go and pick it up from the local post office, yeah. two old women were very curious as to why she was picking up a golden man's crotch. Mm-hmm. With um, a pair of red pants on, of course. With a pair of red pants on it and wanted to know what Mount Your Friends UK was. Um, <laughs> it wasn't being treated as a sp- suspicious package or something like that. Like an exploding uh, no. penis. Well, I did one. Well, that, what she didn't help. Because, right, okay. So because it's like it's been crushed a little bit in transit. There's like a some of the plastic's fallen inside it, and it like rattles a bit. And apparently, um, one of the women at the post office asked my girlfriend what what she, what were the rattling was about, and she said she thought it might be protein pills. <laughs> For context, Ian was giving out protein pills as as a prize. I've got a jar of the things um, that I'm never going to use because I'm going to fucking weights. Um, um, I heard rumor. Yeah. That the the pair of pants that are on the statue, yeah, they were bought as a pack of three on the right. day, and right. the other two pairs are now in rotation uh, of Ian Dixon's wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> they just he just makes sense. Just took the other two pairs of pants and now wears yeah, well, them standard. Not? Yeah, why not? Um, <laughs> um, what was I saying? Yeah, so she said they were protein pills. I was like, fucking hell! They probably thought you were smuggling something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just a little burp there, but I'm muting my microphone just in time. That's professional radio Nicely skills. Um, yeah, that's so yeah. That's... So I won that. That was brilliant. Gary, uh, you actually summed up the Mount Your Friends tournament better than anyone else, which is I think you described it as a video gaming social event where it, no one was socially awkward. <laughs> <laughs> so I said I said eighty percent of people weren't socially awkward. I wasn't that okay? Bad. Yeah, okay. That, no, yeah, that sounds about right. Actually, which is a, yeah. which is a bloody good ratio. Let's be fair. Mm. Yeah, not bad. Um, there are photographs and videos of the event. Um, I think Andy, you're going to be writing something up, aren't you? It's nearly done. It might be done I'm tomorrow. Gonna, I'm publicly mentioning it so that you have to do it. Oh, no. Um, the video is sort of semi unusable. <laughs> Gary, would you like to apologise <laughs> for that? <laughs> sort of. <laughs> I think it adds to it. It's fine. Well, basically, I've just got bitten by the video bug. Now, I, I, I do nothing but photography with it, but I know it does video, and I've been trying to ignore it. And I thought, well, let's have a do at the Mind Your Friends tournament. Um, during which I discovered that you can take photographs while you're filming. I thought, well, that's, that's fucking brilliant. Um, so I took a few. Um, not the entire thing, but I thought, oh, could me, I'll do a little bit of filming and shooting at the same time. I felt like a fucking hero. <laughs> um, only to get back and look through them and to find that on the video, when you do that, whenever you take a photo, it kind of freeze frames and does this little sort of noise, <laughs> completely ruining <laughs> sort of potentially used for video. For context, it's worth pointing out that Gary, yeah. Gary is a photographer by trade, and he is very good. I am. But this was this good. was new territory, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's it's a sort of thing. It's it's totally different, and that's why I've just left it completely alone. Because I know I'll be shit at it. So, but um, yeah, and and I was right. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so there are there is like it's painful really because there is some video that would be absolutely brilliant. Well, you can... were it not for the constant. It's the one where it uh, you went from uh, landscape to portrait halfway through the video <laughs> is my personal favourite. <laughs> yes, that is that is clearly a, a full time photographer trying to do video, <laughs> forgetting that if you switch into portrait at any point, it, that's not going to work. Yeah, yeah. But hey, sorry, that's fine. 
thank you for you know doing your job <laughs> yeah, for free for us. That's fine. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so there was that. That was your game. That was really good. Um, yes. And then Andy moved house. Yep. And then there's fucking Games Media Awards, which we had to go to. Yeah, I say yeah. had to. We didn't have to. No. <laughs> but we secretly really wanted to. We did. And what happened? Uh, we didn't win. <laughs> well, like, I mean, we. <laughs> Uh, so we didn't win best blog um, or uh, top tweeter, which was a surprise to everyone. I'm sure. Um, How did you get top tweeter? You Man, no idea. That's the Honestly. real thing: is no one, no one knows. We've even yeah. asked other people. <laughs> what like... was it Owen sent to us? He was like, "Yeah, inevitable commiserations on top tweeter, but come on." <laughs> <laughs> he also sent us a message saying, "Like, go get them, boys. Remember the last thing. They, the worst they can do is throw you out." <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. It wasn't too uh, distasteful, was it? No, really? it was alright. It was. I mean, a bit weird. Like loads of promotion for Saints Row Four. We it's were like, on a you... table with some of the worst people on earth as well. <laughs> 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 for being absolutely honest. Hi, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, there were some really terrible people on that table. Oh, wow. really? um, some some cool ones, but um, yeah, we won't, won't go into That's good. detail. That people we came with people. were cool. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, in terms of. Fucking like corruption. Um, we we, well, we were on the our... lookout, weren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were. Uh, we refused to have our photo taken with the knob from Watch Dogs. They were being very forceful. With they that were being as well. really, like, yeah. And the more the more like, forceful they were, the more it was a bit like, no, fuck off. And in the end, I Wait. ended up having to say to them, I went, listen, the game's probably shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be associated with it. And That's um, they left it. And then hilariously, there's now no photos photographic proof that we were ever there. Yeah, and we went to a lot of fucking effort to dress up for that. We were, like, among the best dressed people in the room. We were. There is your head in one of the crowd shots, Andy. Yeah, that's just coincidence, though, isn't it? Like, that's 70% <laughs> of the guy who was doing the Watchdogs photo, I think he was doing all the photos for the event, and he was obviously yeah. like, well, fuck them pricks. Not yeah, he's gone through and systematically removed us. Plucked yeah. us from existence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should have got um, me Should have got Gary in. Yeah, we couldn't, unfortunately. The... We weren't allowed no, any I mean, No, I mean, they should have done. Oh, I see. Because they, they, the they, they weren't very good. Well, that's... <laughs> no, they weren't really. No. They used to flash on half the fucking photographs. I, I wasn't even sure I was actually using a, like a DSLR, just like yeah. his phone. That's it, right? I don't... Right. Well, while while you're on the show, Gary, let's do photography pitching. chat. I I pretty much always get angry whenever I see someone with a massive uh, DSLR mm. using the flash. Is that fair? Well, it depends what flash they have. Oh, you mean fucking the alley? We go. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the one on that comes with the camera? But. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's crap. It's pop up flash. They call it. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. No, like you don't like generally. Use it. Sorry, go on. You don't use it. I mean, if you're just farting about and you don't care and you just bought it because you've got a lot of money lying around, then fine, <laughs> knock yourself out. But if you've been like commissioned to go and do something, you use a fucking pop up flash. Yeah, it's horrific. Yeah, it's it's pretty embarrassing because if I was to get a digital SLR, the first thing I, I would think would be right, brilliant. I can now take half decent photographs in low light without a flash. Yes. Yes. That is surely the point. And the point is, I don't. <laughs> you shouldn't be using the flash because they're only going up on the internet. So, well, that's not yeah. photography chat, but yeah, he doesn't. He didn't need to use one. I'll leave it at that photography. because it would be boring as piss to go into one. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of photography, there was also that photo, uh, Saints Row photo booth at the GMAs, which we avoided as well. That was, I didn't even that know it was there. Because it was loads of that was people. Like, oh, no, sorry, I got the wrong thing. Yeah, go on. Sorry, I was going to say loads of people doing wacky photos with loads of their mates in the photo booth. Was it like a like a passport one? Yes. Yeah. 
I didn't even realize it was there till afterwards. But some people, Gary, got as many as four or even five people in the booth at one time, and they're all doing funny poses and faces. That's magic. And it was hilarious. And you know what? I came away really excited about the uh, Saints Row 4 DLC that's coming out. One thing that did happen, those screens did do their job at one point because um, they were showing like a deep silver, um, deep silver. like, sort of flash reel where they were showing off all their, like, cool games that but were like, It wasn't out. just Deep Silver. I think there was a couple of Deep Silver games. Oh, well, but... it, they were showing uh, the new Metro game on there, which I know has oh, been yeah, out yeah. for ages. Yeah. But um, I just sort of had assumed it was going to be shit and not bothered. <laughs> I really enjoyed the first one, but just, again, I think there was a few issues with it, and they said it was going to be a lot more um, arcade So I, I just just wiped it from my mind that it was a thing but um the footage of it came on i've watched like the 30 second trailer it looks right up my street so i'm probably <laughs> gonna pick that up now <laughs> wait what game is that sorry i've done something that i do something i do when i'm actually listening to the podcast which is just for about two seconds tune out when i hear the name of the game and then I have to rewind but obviously i can't do that no, i get now. that all the time with I go, oh, fuck, what game are we talking mm. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um. So that looked alright. Um. I think that was that that was that was about it. Oh no. Of course it's not it. Um. Uh. Friend of the podcast and I suppose you could say part-time contributor to the podcast, Dan Douglas, <laughs> won <laughs> best writer of the year, 2013, for his frankly fucking amazing piece, yeah. "Play the Pain Away," which is on our shitty website. Um. That was probably <laughs> the best part of the night. It was fucking amazing. Yeah. And, absolutely, and, like, and, absolutely, and totally worth like worth just showing up for that alone. Yeah, no, absolutely, like absolutely no issues about us not winning best blog when we when we knew, um, yeah, we knew he was getting that. Yeah, I was chuffed um, at that because it was yeah absolutely deserved, wasn't it? Yeah, totally, and it was just really cool that like there was no like obviously he's you know he's not a, a games writer, um, you know he, he's only done like a couple of things for us. I don't think he's done any game stuff for anyone else, has he? One hundred percent exclusive midnight resistance. <laughs> um, Can yeah, only be uh, found at midnight resistance. Yes. Uh, no. He, yeah. Like there was, there was no sort of like, oh well, who the fuck's this guy? He doesn't even write about games. Fuck him. It was just all like, fucking hell. Yeah. So glad Dan Douglas won it. That was amazing. Like, <laughs> well, it adds um, a little bit of legitimacy to it as well. I mean, I, I guess it's still got a little mm. way to go, but the fact is, he's not going to now go and write a favorable review about. You know, Saint Row DLC or something. He's just gonna, <laughs> if he does write things, you'll write them in the in the same vein, and it's well, to be honest, a lot more interesting than a, a bog yeah. standard review anyway. So yeah, you can't sort of claim that they've <laughs> bought him off with that because he wrote something favourable <laughs> about you know. Yeah, um, and I mean, he, he couldn't have been any fucking nicer about it as well. He, he I mean, he, he tried to give us the award, didn't he? Bless him. <laughs> we were like, look, no man, it's your words that won it. Like. <laughs> Couldn't be asked to carry it around all night either. <laughs> there it is looked that. like a real hindrance. Did you see? <laughs> you must feel you like see... a total Burke, just like walking about in the world, like oh, oh, yeah. oh this thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you see what happened to Carl Ellison and John Blythe's? They had wards? a sword fight, and they had a sword together. fight with them, and they both got chipped to fuck. Mm. They've the <laughs> GMAs and now great. both ruined. <laughs> um, as as we were leaving. Uh, uh, Log gave me probably one of the finest bits of advice I've ever been given in my life. He told me to punch him on the buttock, and I was like, "What, like an uppercut or like a sort of downward blow?" And he was like, "Yeah, Didn't he say like, like yeah, he said like down punch. as if like as if it's going in." So I, I threw him a straight punch to the buttock, and it, he was shielded by the fact that he had his GMA down the back of his pants, mm. and he he you know, sort of said, "What would you do?" 
if if you were going to be punched in the, and I just said I'd have to just accept it log because we didn't win one <laughs> and, and then he said well you're going to have to because you don't want to be punched in the backside by and I believe it was a Germanic man with um, Proschetto ham is it What's yeah, Proscuto ham. Yeah, Proscuto yeah. ham for hands. <laughs> it's worth pointing out, John Log Blythe from the official Xbox oh. magazine was very drunk at this point. Um, that, yeah, don't let that detract from the advice. <laughs> because if I was going to be Where was punched the in the bum with a man with Italian ham for hands, um, I'd, I'd want a GMA to protect me <laughs> from... Well, we better win it next year then, because you know this is this feels like a very risky year now without that award. <laughs> Does it have to be a GMA or can it be any sort of thick person? Didn't, no, it didn't specify. Right, okay. Only a GMA will do because it's made out of pure diamond. Mm. Right. Um, so only that has the strength Chip to withstand the onslaught. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah. You see, that's why if you have a fight with two GMAs, they can chip each other. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because they're both made of diamond. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it's the, thanks um, for everyone who got us nominated, by the way. Sorry, I thought of a funny thing. I was going to say it's the um, the hardest thing do to break things. on that Mortal Kombat challenge. Oh, the you know, test you yeah. things. Yeah. yeah, starts at wood and the tops of GMA. So there you go. That's a bit of, <laughs> bit of uh, topical video game humour for you there. Off the brought it back to an actual video game. <sighs> Speaking Lovely. of topical video games oh, and oh. humour, let's talk about what we've been playing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst segue ever. <laughs> That's fucking shit. Well, there's only uh, there's only one thing, isn't there? Really? Yeah, we've been, been playing Grand Theft Auto. So we've all been yeah. playing Grand Theft Auto. I've, I've yeah. talked about loads on Joypod. Can we focus on the talking... online shit? Yeah. Okay. I was about to say you. Yeah. I was about to be a dick. You've always been talking about it on Joypod, but um, no, yeah, you're right. Um, they actually, you know, record more than once a w- uh, fucking month. Well, whose fault's that? Um, Yours. Because <laughs> you're recording with them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Basically, Sean's right. Uh, the the single player stuff I think um probably get into when I finished it and presumably yeah. you finished it I'd rather go like all in and mm. discuss it in greater detail other than obviously it's bloody brilliant and yes. um everyone should play it but the multiplayer um since uh, we last recorded has been released been unplayable and since <laughs> kind of been fixed and is pretty much I think as we taught now it's pretty much stable it's ready to go. Um, I've, I've certainly had no issues of it in the last week or so. Um, and that's actually eaten up most of my time mm. when I've been playing Grand Theft Auto. Like, I, I don't think I've been in the single player for about a week now. It's too easy just to hit X while you're loading and yeah. then dick around for a bit. <laughs> it offers it up to you, doesn't it? Like a little treat. Online? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, go on. It well, is cool that you can do that, though, just as the game's loading up. You can mm. tell it to go straight into the online well, stuff rather than I'd got to, to a yeah. point with the single player where I was starting to have a lot more fun just nobbing around. So the yeah. online working and coming out ha- sort of has hit at a really good time because um, I don't know, just it's it's a bit more fun when you don't have this overbearing main story and admittedly brilliant characters kind of attached to your own stupid run through the countryside being chased by all the cops. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it it's it's pretty much exactly what I wanted from the free roam in GTA 4 it's really picked up from that and added a lot more in terms of uh fuckery <laughs> for lack of a better <laughs> word to it yeah. like this okay let's be honest there's been a lot quite a few people who've sort of said that Grand Theft Auto 5 is lacking anything like real freedom <laughs> um well. and 
yeah, you, yeah, you can be pedantic about it, what freedom means and stuff like that. But what you know, people have to realize is that a game is kind of defined by the fact that it has rules. Like, you know, mm. like even like a board game has rules. Hide and seek has rules. Everything has like a game has rules, and. What Grand Theft Auto Five Online, and you can do it in the single player as well. But what it does is, it's, it's a big sandbox with its own set of rules. But my God, the um, the scope for fucking around within that <laughs> set of rules is what makes it amazing. And mm. when you bend those rules, the outcome is either spectacular or hilarious. <laughs> and when you break the rules, the outcome is always hilarious. And I think this is what sets it aside with Saint over Saints Row is their rules are a little bit too loose. It's yeah. too easy to just fuck around. And in fact, they give you the tools to break the rules a little bit easy. Yeah, like, yeah I mean, we've said this before, yeah. haven't we? Like, Saints Row is already a stupid world, whereas yeah. Grand Theft Auto is a very serious yeah. one that if you so, then act stupid in it, it's funnier because you're kicking yeah. against a much more believable place. Yeah, <laughs> and like, yeah. so far, just some of the stuff alone that we've like done online is just... It's, it's been, like, again, like, equal parts amazing, you know, like, better than some, you know, full-on cutscenes, mm. but usually hilarious, you know, like <laughs> shambolic runs from the police and stuff like that. The, the best the best thing I've done in Grand Theft Auto V, and possibly in any video game this year, was when Gary found this truck. Um, and if, <laughs> sorry, yeah, not like a not like a lorry, just like you know, like a truck that you might carry, like I don't know, fucking grit around in or something. <laughs> or a, a grit, grit, a grit, a grit truck, a grit truck. Um, and yeah, and you can get in the the back because it's just empty, there's nothing in it. You can just get in it and stand in it. And uh, Gary was driving it, and me and friend of the show Chris Span um, was stood in the back of it. And you just and Gary would just drive forwards, and then eventually the physics would kick in, and we would fall over, and we would laugh. And then, and then as you were, were driving around, and we're getting smashed around in the back, and our health's like slowly going down because we're sort of colliding with the, you know, the size of his vehicle. It's incredible. Um, and they're like, Gary, Gary, stop! I'm gonna die. <laughs> so then you just hit the brakes, and then we both just go flying forwards. And it was quite dark as well, so I kind of. <laughs> Think what? What's wrong? I had to sort of change the angle and peer into the back, and I just see a sort of fucking <laughs> flailing about like a fucking wet moth, just twatting in all the walls. It's amazing. Yeah, and then that progressed into me and Chris trying to have a fist fight uh, while being driven around. So basically, these two people trying to batter each other to death, and they're just Casey's just going like, Whoa! just falling over. We need to promote and get that game going. The uh, it's yes, back of a truck truck fight, truck fight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. Because it was quite entertaining. Because you know, it's a random fight. It was like a dynamic stage on a beat. Yeah, exactly. It was brilliant. Um, so yeah, that's probably the funniest thing I've witnessed ever. <laughs> the last time I was online. As I was leaving, you were in the process of shagging my car up by <laughs> trying to use it on a skate ramp. What? Sean was on a half pipe with my fucking car, just driving <laughs> it up and down, and just every time it hit the top, there was this horrific sound of like the suspension falling out. <laughs> yeah, okay, this is good. It's a good job this is insured. <laughs> so yeah. <I> <laughs> Well, do um, that with your own vehicle, would you, Sean? Yeah, exactly. So don't do it with um, someone else's. But yeah, it's and the um the multiplayer modes, uh, the actual set modes, are they're mm. a little bit hit and miss. Yeah, um, misses are things like standard deathmatch and stuff like that. Mainly because the 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 lock on, although it's kind of needed with the mm. gunplay in that game. Yeah. yeah, it just it's basically who it's a quick draw competition essentially. And then if if it's a perfect 
you know, quick draw, and everyone draws at exactly the same time, it becomes who's got the gun that does the most damage quickly. Yeah. <laughs> and that that that's those are the two deciding factors in the mul- in competitive multiplayer on it. I think if you think a tiny bit about cover, you end yeah up you can winning get like yeah. nearly nearly every round <laughs> yeah. because people don't bother to think about that in general. <laughs> yeah. You just think I might just take this bit of cover here because everyone's running around like complete morons into the open. But yeah, it's not actually that much fun. So yeah, yeah, I've had a double, but it's basically like the one that came before it, really, isn't it? So yeah. no change. Mm. But um, fucking me and Gary were playing like a, a couple of frames of GTA, just going <laughs> through all the various different matches, and um, we played a load of Top Fun, mm. which is, <laughs> in case you haven't read it, it, it's a play on Top Gun, obviously. And um, <laughs> one team of people has uh, a couple of like off-road bikes, and they've got to get from just outside the military base, which is kind of in the northwest of the map. And they've mm. got to basically drive all the way down through the city to the sort of southeast of the map where the docks are. And it's it's a fair old run, you know, it's like ten minutes uh to go you know, to cover that distance. And the other team has to sort of stop them from getting there, but what the other team have at their disposal is four fucking Harrier jump jets. And um with lock on capabilities and missile you know, and you know, machine guns and you've basically just got to fly over them. And it's amazing because obviously if you're in the plane it's pretty intense because the controls aren't amazing. So you spend a lot of the time flying around, hanging on by the seat of your pants, trying to get lock on these little motorbikes that are flying around and eliminate them. But if you're on the motorbikes, you get these amazing moments where suddenly like the entire screen starts rumbling because like a missile's just gone off behind you in the middle of a city and you're weaving through back alleys because you know that like you're making their their straight run to you a lot more difficult. So you're going between the, you know, not taking the straight route to it. You're sort of, you know, trying to zip around between buildings and stuff. And that mode's amazing. Yeah. That's definitely the best of the modes so far. Actually, um, that mode reminded me of what it was we wanted in Grand Theft Auto 4. Oh, yeah. Because I remember that we had this one thing yes, that we, we really wanted. And then we read an article which said it had it in. <laughs> Yeah, and then the the DLC Battle of the Gay Tony came out, and this mode wasn't in the game. Mm. And I remember us looking back for the article, like, "What is it they said?" And then we forgot <laughs> what it was we wanted. Yeah, it was the ability to turn off the player location markers. Fuck, that was it, wasn't it? Yeah, and that how amazing would that be in that world that you could just switch off the player location markers? How good would? Can you remember that TV show Wanted? <laughs> Wait, didn't we we sort of manage this, didn't we? Yeah, but it wasn't great because of again, the, you know where they are because of the player yeah. location markers. But I mean, obviously, if there's 16 players on the map, then that's going to throw some people off. But mm. at the same time, not every one of those is going to be playing. And also, all that the person needs to do is look at the map and look for the two that you know, or one that's just stood still, and go to that. But if there was a way to turn off the player markers, it, we, you could make all these ridiculous game modes where you're hunting people through the city and stuff like that. Basically, I just want it to be like hard target. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yes. How good would that be? Just like a hard target game mode where you just 
you've got one guy who gets a five minute head start through the city and then the other 15 players have just got to fucking hunt him down and you have and, to wear a homeless costume as well yeah and he's and he's got to go costume. from he's got to go from like the city all the way through out through the sticks and the other thing because you'll have all these amazing man hunts where you're like running you know going <laughs> through the fucking forest and people are using like heat you know the um the what's it called the heat vision sniper rifles trying to track you down and stuff <laughs> But I just want to hard target the game, and Grand Theft Auto V is very close to being able to give me this. We had the crossbow as a bit of DLC as well to use yeah, through the woods. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm really sad that doesn't exist now, Andy. I'm sorry, but that's all I want from Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto V is really good, but if they also manage to stick in an, um, Steve, you know, not fucking Steve's go, John Claude Van Damme nice. movie reference into one of the multiplayer modes, then <laughs> he, I'm. He, sorry. He winks at a dove that. in that, you know. He does, does he? Mm. And it's not just any dove, it's a John Woo slow motion dove. <laughs> and the he dove's not moving his He does. And what turns it film? into a, um, a fucking... <laughs> what are those foot traps called where you put your foot in them? And a snare. Your... Oh, uh, yeah, snare, there you go, thank you. That film was also <laughs> when old JCVD's mullet was at its absolute zenith. <laughs> <laughs> mullet zenith. It, it's 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 a sight to behold because it's not just a mullet as well. It's got like a sort of perm thing going on as well. It was the friends Rachel of mullets. Fuck's <laughs> <laughs> sake. Um, yeah, I'd really like Grand Theft Auto Five. Yes, good, isn't it? Controversial opinion. And if any what? of you is listening, is wants to <clears throat> be shown how good Grand Theft Auto Five can be, you need to. Join us. Our, yeah, join us think, when we play online. Do you think <laughs> that playing free mode is boring? Yes, you, you, you're wrong. Come and like, lend come. our, borrow our brilliant minds. Yeah. Because there's so many of us who sort of have this regular playgroup on um, GTA 5. It, yeah. All it takes is one person to have a stupid fucking idea. <laughs> yeah. And Even if it's just like, guys, let's all get BMXs. Or guys... Yeah. Get in this truck and try and have a fight while I drive around. <laughs> Me and Gary played a full round of golf on it the other day. It was it was all right. It was really <laughs> it was respectful and dignified, wasn't it? Like, like we weren't <laughs> taking the, way... the piss. So we weren't taking the piss out of each other or anything between shots. Mm. It was really sportsmanlike. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. Look, the way in between shots, we were just absolutely silent, mm. <laughs> like holding our breath, like I should take a shot now. And there was, you know, like, real kind of like, like, oh, that was a good shot. How did you do that? And we sort of <laughs> learned the game off each other and stuff. It was, um, <laughs> yeah, it was good. I like that it does have a perfectly serviceable game of golf in it, though. Yeah. yeah. I've not even tried the tennis yet, but golf's all right. Mm. Tennis is tennis is fine again. Again, perfectly serviceable. Mm. Um, got everything you'd, you'd Serve- want in it. Oh, serviceable tennis. You could say it's ace. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say you that's a, that's love a- it? Oh yeah, good, good. Yeah, it yeah. was good, wasn't it? <laughs> um, I'm just thinking of the one. No, what other words are there in tennis? No, that was it. Um, Balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, am I not allowed to play? I'm literally five, literally five years old. That's why that's funny. It's the only acceptable reason for that to be as funny as it was. Good. Uh, do we need to keep talking about Grand Theft Auto 5? Are we alright? No, I don't think we do. Um, I've played 
Yeah, all right, I was about to say, move on, move on. Okay. Uh, I've played The Wolf Among Us, first episode. Oh, you, you've got ever so slightly further than I have, because I downloaded it and... <laughs> <laughs> the best of intentions. Yeah, and that, that was as far yet. as I got. Is it um, good? It's good. I like um, fables, so... I'm probably going to enjoy it. I haven't fucking read Fables. I like Fable, but that's an, an, another issue entirely. Yeah, that's, that's your problem. Um, <laughs> it is a problem that I need to deal with. Um, no, I'm over it now after the third one. It's fine. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I have, so, right, context. Uh, this is the new series by Telltale, um, a.k.a. the men's who did the Walking Dead game, not the shit one, the good one. Um, <laughs> obviously, they did a lot of other good stuff prior to that, but Walking Dead games really sort of shot them to stardom um yeah now they're doing this which is a uh video game what's well, not not an adaptation is it it's set before the graphic novel fables starts um and apparently i haven't read the graphic novels apparently there's stuff in the game already that contradicts the books which is interesting um so i don't know how that's gonna work but it's good i like it the writing's not quite as sharp as walking dead and uh, the, the acting, voice acting, is generally pretty good, but it suffers really badly from. So this is this is a problem in video games anyway, and in animation as well. You know how characters never fucking interrupt each other. Like <laughs> you can tell when the dialogue's been recorded by two separate people in two different rooms at two completely different times. Like they've just read their lines out and then it's been stitched together afterwards. Yeah. Like it's it's really common in video games. It's like really shocking when it's something you know. Uh, I think Enslaved was the the last game I played where a character inter- interrupted another, and it's like, oh my god, they were actually talking to each other when they recorded this. <laughs> that's brilliant. Um, yeah, they, so that that's bad enough in games, and this suffers from it. What also doesn't help is that it's still really wonky, like the Walking Dead games were. Like whenever the camera angle changes, there's like a really noticeable pause. Um, this is on the Xbox 360 version. Apparently, the PC version's fine, but I want to play it on my telly in the living room. Um, yeah, so that that's really irritating. That keeps happening. I mean, it's bad enough when it happens in like you know the sort of semi-action sequences and stuff. It's kind of irritating then, but when it's like constantly making the dialogue sound really jilted and weird, um, like you know people play those games for the stories, um, and that's that's kind of important. And the fact that they've been using this same engine for God knows how long now. Um, and they've still not fixed that issue on what is presumably the most popular format for the game. Was well, it still choppy as fuck? Yeah. yeah, and there's just no, you know, it's not like it's not fucking Grand Theft Auto Five, is it? Like, it's, no, <laughs> you know, that's a good it's, point. It's some really small um, environments that you go around, um, and like a few characters, and I don't understand. I mean, all right, I don't know anything about video game development. Should probably just throw that in. But I've seen more technically impressive games not have this problem, so it's a bit annoying. But it's really good. Um, it's it it's a bit slower to start. Like you know, the, the start of The Walking Dead is brilliant. You're like thrown straight into the yeah. shit, pretty much, and you're like instantly like really interested in what's going on. Um, this, if it wasn't for the setting being as interesting as it is, for those who don't know, it's loads of um, like fairy tale characters have been chucked out of fairy tale land or left of their own accord. I'm not really sure, um, but they're all trying to live in New York and they have to keep it a secret. <laughs> um, and it's really cool. It's really interesting. Uh, if it wasn't for that, I think the first sort of half of this episode would be really dull. Like if it wasn't for the intrigue of the setting itself, um, there wouldn't be a huge amount to it. But it does pick up um, and gets really good. So very excited to see what happens in the next one. Cool. When do you think you can get this podcast out by? <laughs> uh, I've got a day off tomorrow, so 
sort of play for. Why? What's up? Well, in which case, I won't talk about the fact that I'm playing Ace Attorney 5 because <laughs> I'm under embargo until Monday. Um, Fucking hell. But I really the like the time Ace I can Attorney get this games. up quickly, and it's a problem. Um, they're all great. I've been playing through the old ones again, um, but completely unrelated. Um, I bought the uh, HD collection when I went on holiday. Mm. And I think I mentioned this before on the podcast that I've forgotten like all of the first <laughs> Phoenix Wright games. So yeah. it, it, I, I have managed to get that dream situation where I, it's like I'm playing it again for the first time. Um, mm. You know, the, the Metal Gear dream has come true, but with Phoenix Wright. And um, it's... It's excellent, but the fucking HD remake is awful on the iPad. Like it, the spr- the sprites look like they've just been drawn over with a marker pen, and they just look weak. Right. So what? Yeah. Anyway, the other thing as well, because like first world problems are a big part of my life. I can't be asked to take the iPad on the tube to work every day. So what I've done <laughs> is I've got a DS emulator on my fucking phone, <laughs> right? Which <laughs> plays perfectly in landscape mode with both screens. Screen at the top, screen at the bottom. And um, I've just got the Phoenix Wright games on it, and I found a save file which was up to where I was on the um, on the iPad. So I've just been playing them on my phone with save states and stuff while I'm <laughs> away at work. And um, yeah, they're really good. But yeah, the, the new one, I, I couldn't possibly comment on how excellent it is. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's one thing I've been playing. What else have I been playing? Um, Street Fighter Four. Um, oh, I've shit. got back into Street Fighter Four because I'm going to fight Gary. I haven't been um, playing. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I got it on my PS3 and I bought a new fight stick because I'm I'm slowly moving everything over to PlayStation. I've I've, I've checked out on my Xbox. My Xbox Live finishes any day now. Um, most of the games that I still really like, I'm going to keep those, but like, all the stuff I kind of play on the reg, I'm moving over to my PS3, because I bought, I think I mentioned it, again, I've mentioned this so many times, got the PS3, got The Last of Us, and got a year's worth of PlayStation Plus, and fucking hell, PlayStation Plus is paying off, in, you know, it's paid itself off ten times already. Mm. Um, and it, it's kind of made me become more attached to the machine, knowing that this PlayStation Plus subscription is going to roll over onto the inevitable PS4 I'll have before Christmas. And <laughs> you know, so there's, again, there's no reason to sort of not start shifting everything over, you know. If I, so if I need to shift my Xbox for a bit of collateral against my PS4, I'm not going to be too bothered. Um, but yeah, I've been playing Street Fighter 4 again. Um, it, it's, it's another one of those classic games where you talk about it and you immediately want to play it. And yeah, I was talking to Gary about it and immediately was like, yeah, we need a fight <laughs> now. And then realised to my horror, he had it on the PS3. So, <laughs> so you know, this this fight's cost me about 50, 60 quid. <laughs> Fundamentally, because I've had to buy a fight stick and a copy of, another copy of the game. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's worth it. I couldn't believe you bought a stick for it as well, I thought. I'm not fucking playing you with a control pad. No, no, but I mean, but... just that you did it. And then we didn't sort of pick an arcade or something and just practice on our respective consoles until we met up because we said when we actually yeah. had that discussion we had quite a lot to drink so I thought oh he's saying I'm going to buy a stick I thought yeah, yeah. and the next day I'll think oh, actually, I want a stick <laughs> but you, you did buy a stick yeah I did yeah, man of my word um, <laughs> yeah it's a really nice one so I got a new hoary stick um, that's quite cool um, have I been playing anything else of note played a bit more guacamole 
That's probably going to be. In I my... saw you playing that. It looked really fucking cool. I, I think thought that's it was be just my... a fighting game. It's no, no, no. It's a Metroidvania game which re- mm. wears its Metroidvania colours well and truly on its sleeve, as in it's constantly referencing Super Metroid, like right. blatantly referencing it. The, the the Chozo statues from Metroid are in the game. <laughs> and they have the little balls in their hands, and when you shoot them, well, when you break them, that's where you get your new power-ups. Mm-hmm. Like, they are in the game as they are in Super Metroid. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, there's references to loads of games and internet memes and stuff, but it never quite falls into fuck's sake internet territory. It's always mm. quite charming and funny. Um, Isn't and... it always in the background as well, or part of the scenery, or yeah, yeah, than, like, yeah, shoving it in your face and going, yeah, reference? Ooh. Exactly, yeah, it's all it's all stuff like that. Um, it's a really good Metroidvania game with an excellent, but very simple, but you know, perfectly excellent combat system. Um, really good art style, funny, great characters. Um, can't recommend it enough. And I think. At, at the time of speaking, it's four quid or less on PSN with cross-platform play available because you get the, the Vita version as well, and it has a cross-save. I didn't realise it's got full co-op in it as well. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's just drop-in, drop-out co-op on it, <clears throat> um, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah, it, that, it's, that's a brilliant game. I think that's that will almost certainly make my top ten games of the year list. Oh, um, really? Yeah, I, I love it. I think. I mean, it's it's fucking Metroidvania game, man. They get their hooks into <laughs> oh, me. It's, it's yeah. If it'd probably be my go-to game if Grand Theft Auto wasn't out, because that that's it's in my PS fucking three. I turn yeah. it on and it's too easy to just drop into online mode to dick around if I don't want to do anything serious. But um, yeah. you know, I think if uh, Grand Theft Auto wasn't in my PS three, I'd probably be going to Guacamole to finish it off. But um, yeah, rad game. Uh, I think that's everything. For me. Gary, hello. Talk about fucking video games. <laughs> All right, you cunt. That's Whoa, that's, he's, he's gone too far. Jesus. <laughs> I was just about. Sorry, I, I did that out. Just about to begin, and then just the C bomb landed on me, <laughs> and I don't know where I am. Um, <laughs> well, I was going to play the game we were talking about earlier. The oh, what's it fucking called? You told me to get it. Android. I saw Android Cactus. Yeah, really good, fun. man. But I haven't, so that's fucking that's that. Um, what have I played that you want to hear about? <clears throat> Before GTA, I was playing uh, Revengeance. I finished God Hand, and oh, good man! I played a bit of Sir. You are being hunted as well. Is that good? Because it sounds terrifying. It's well, it's clearly nowhere near finished yet. All um, oh, right, okay. So I've enjoyed it, but it does. It it seems like an unfair criticism to say there doesn't feel like there's enough to it because obviously it's not it's an early access game on steam so yeah (laughs) you almost can't say that about it but i like there's something there and as long as they put more into it it'll be um it could be really good it's got do you know the basic sort of you're being hunted by robots and dogs explain to me yes please (laughs) you're supposed to go no gary i know nothing about it (sighs) okay sorry literally everything (laughs) um (laughs) um Right, so it's one of them first-person perspective type things. And <laughs> it's all set in sort of quaint uh, British countryside kind of atmosphere, going on there's flat caps and pipes and cups of tea and that kind of thing. Um, and the the sort of the setup of the gameplay cycle is similar to, um, uh, what's it called, Slender, where yeah. not only in terms of what you do is you've, you've landed, your ship's crashed on this um, unusual planet, and unfortunately, surprise, surprise, the big rock thing that powers your ship has shattered into lots of little rock things. 
and those little rock things just so happen to have been scattered all around this island. So you've got to go and grab them and bring them back. Um, and you have these weird kind of middle-class English robots to <laughs> attack or avoid, and usually you should avoid because they're, mm-hmm. they're pretty tough. They don't fuck about, as it were. Um, and it's just got this nice little system. It's, it um, procedurally generates the landscape, and you, you have a little bit of control over that. You have sort of five areas. You say, do you want this area to be... Um, oh, God, I can't remember. It's been so long. Everything's GTA Five. My brain, there's nothing else there. <laughs> sort of month. It, it's something like, do you want marshland? Do you want mountains? Do you want sort of uh, tundra? Or, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's, there's about five, and you can choose those if you fancy it. Um, and then you just get dropped in. And so so the cycle, so obviously it's a little bit repetitive because you just go and you collect a bit. The inventory system's a bit like Stalker, basically. Mm-hmm. So you've got to go, shit, I'm going to fit this big rock in it. I'll have to throw that out. Don't need that. Um, and that sort of thing. Um, you've got to eat to keep your health up, um, which adds a bit of panic to the situation. So you can't just sort of skulk around forever. Yeah. It, it means you get these situations where you think, right, I'm going to have to fucking make a dash for it here, whatever happens, you know. Um, so it adds a bit of tension to it. Um, I don't know. It is, it is good, but and you do get these little moments where, you know, you're hiding in the grass. It's all that the stealth is uh, foliage based. So you mm-hmm. have a little indicator saying, like, you know, how visible you are, which changes whether you're crouching, how much foliage you're in, that kind of thing. Um, and you, you get so you get these little moments where you're standing up, sitting absolutely stock still, this grass going fucking out, and then you can hear the bleeps getting louder. It's a really good sort of creepy kind of mad bleep that just has no rhythm to it. It's just... <laughs> and gets louder and louder, and there's no sort of radar, so you just have to go off what you can hear. Mm-hmm. I've had some smashy moments where I'm just next to a tree and think, fuck, they're going to see me, and, and, and they just brush past me, and, and they're gone, you know. So it has little bits like that, but there's not enough yet, I don't think. Not enough to keep me... Is it? Is it, is it scary? Because it sounds scary. <sighs> Only if you're a child. You don't get scared yeah, by well, these things. Yeah, well, I am. Things. So it's a bit... tailor your answer to me, a child. It's tense, but then I think, well, it's just it's not real, is it, Sean? <laughs> I don't know. It's not that scary. So what you're saying is you've never found any work of fiction scary? No, just other ones I have. <laughs> not this one. Like Resi 4, <laughs> for example. Okay. That bit with the... Uh, oh, no, we can't can't say that bit because it might spoil it for someone who hasn't got there yet. Um, As if he fucking listens. Yeah. Oh, that's true, yeah. The bit with the... um, <laughs> What are the little... Uh, what are the insects called? Not little. Fucking huge. Oh, piss, I can't remember. The ones I don't that, even remember. Ca- I should probably play that the again. Camouflage Bastards. That's what they're oh, called. Yeah. Camouflage Bastards. Camouflage yeah. Bastards. Yeah. And there's a bit where you first meet them and you just hear something fucking pegging up to you. Their footsteps go... And then they stop. And you just go... Um, so yeah, so that's scary, but this isn't scary. It's just it's it's along lines of like Andy when you were saying that Slender isn't actually scary. It's just mm. it can be a bit tense, but you're not you're not fucking screaming at your desk, you know. No, it's so, it's, it's it's combination of like tension meets jump scares, but it's not actually like real fear. It's yeah. not like it's not like creating a feeling of dread or it's not you know, haunting. It, yeah, 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 yeah. And that I would say that 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 certainly affects me more. And yes. you know, just ramping up the tension and then making something jump out that looks a bit freaky. You know? Yeah, it's like playing when I played Last of Us, massively hungover, and the one of the clickers <laughs> gets to you, and that you just feel, oh god, that was horrible. And you just, just go, I can stand up and get a bit of fresh air, you know. <laughs> um, so, I mean, 
there's there's good stuff there, and obviously they're still working on it. It's potential to be really good. And they started introducing like dogs after you after you get a few bits of the rock. Um, new enemies start appearing, but okay. I don't know. There's just something that's not it's not gelling together yet. But obviously that's you know that could come in time. So worth a look. Worth yeah. a look. Worth a look. Worth <laughs> a look. Official. Official Midnight Resistance recommendation. He's come on here, fucking reviewing. <laughs> <laughs> like, out of nowhere. Uh, um, what else have I played? I've played loads of fucking Punch Quest. <laughs> yeah, I can't stop playing it, but um, that's that's Punch Quest for you. Um, God Hand. I know, I know, we're not, made. I know we're not desperately relevant on this show, but is that too long ago? Oh, no, you can always no, talk about... Like... Yeah, yeah, it's never too late to talk God, about God, God Hand. God Hand's always up. welcome. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Yes, that last boss got on my tits though. Um, not because he was hard, just because the life bar was stupid. Just didn't <laughs> kept going down, and then when I screwed up a little bit because I couldn't figure out how to dodge one of the attacks, I had to do it all from scratch. And I thought, oh god, my fucking wrist is. Because <laughs> you have to you have to stun them and do the you know the pummel thing about fourteen times, or you know collectively by the time he's down, you just think I don't hurt him. Um, yeah, what to say about God? It's just fucking great, isn't it? Just the build. Yep. I love, I love the um, because of the systems you've got, where there's the the level system, where the better you do, the more <laughs> the little level thing fills up. You do more damage, but they do more damage, and they turn into fucking oh, is assholes. That, it's, it's make you do more damage as well. I thought oh, yeah. it just made the game harder. Makes you do more damage as well. Yeah. Okay. But the upside, the upshot is they do fucking even more damage. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. The, and they give you less leeway as well, and they're faster, mm-hmm. and they just fucking go at you. And there's a point about two-thirds of the way through where you're getting pretty good. But the, prob- the problem is that you are getting good enough to bring that level up to the top, which is one level one, level two, level three, and level mm-hmm. die. <laughs> yeah. Which <laughs> is great. Um, it's great numeracy. But um, at that point, you're not really quite good well I wasn't anyway quite good enough to actually deal with it at that level mm. so what happens is you get up there and you just get the shit kicked out of you and then come back all the way back down and you <laughs> think oh god but but it's great because you, you sort of feel like you've mastered it and then the game says no you haven't mate you really <laughs> haven't and then you think right right back to the drawing board a little bit which, which, which I thought was great because it just adds that kind of extra layer of you know you thought you were there but then you think fuck you climb mm. that mountain you get to the top you look up there's another fucking <laughs> another one to climb you know but by the time we got to the end of the game you know i was in level die quite a bit and it's just blistering really? your your fucking eyes are like you just stare <laughs> and it's so fast and you and you're not even you, you sort of sort of um Worked up the courage and the balls to not bother with the back dash and the backflip, and you're just ducking. You're just yes. ducking yes. under that's, the that's, that's when you're in. <laughs> you know, like this. That's like, there's a, there's a really cool point in the game where you first fight, it's like this fat demon that's got like a trident. Yeah. And that's the first one where you can't dodge sideways or backwards, you have to duck it. Yeah. Um, and that was, yeah, that was a, a crucial part of my development playing that game. Yeah. Um, because then you suddenly realise, hang on, I can do this whenever, as long as I get the timing right, mm. and it means you, you're still next to the enemy and you can just, like, carry on straight into your combo again. There's a few things like um, sweeps you can't, you have to get out of the way of, though. 
Yeah, things like that, which, which again, it's just lovely. He pops it in, so you can't just rely on one thing. And yeah, totally. Yeah, oh, it's so good when you get when you and just, just the get... fact that when you when you do that, the just the duck and you carry on fighting, he just does that little like whistle yeah. or yeah. like. <laughs> and if you get about five, six in a row, they cheer you, don't they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you think, yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. And then someone comes in from fucking stage left and twats your fucking brain off with a two by four. Ah, but you've got the little radar thing. There's no excuse. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's one of my favourite things. Bathing in the glory, aren't you? And you just think, yeah, oh shit. <laughs> that is one of my favourite things about God Hand is the fact that, like, when you're playing, like, most sort of beat em ups, which are, which are, like, say something like the Batman games, which has an excellent combat system and one you can learn and get good at, mm. but it, it, it's slightly more forgiving in the way that the enemies wait for you. Like, they don't just dogpile on you and no. beat the shit out of Like, there, there is, like, a sort of pattern to them. Yeah. Whereas in God Hand, like, if someone's just going <laughs> to blindside you and sucker punch you, they will yeah. do that. They'll just come up behind you and punch you in the mouth. <laughs> fucking deal with it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, and you just, yeah, that's it. It's, um, it's good. It's, it's like, I'm amazed that there hasn't been another beat em up that, that uses a similar fighting system to that. Yeah. Mm. Because there was all that fucking noise about that cancelled Streets of Rage that was kicking around, and it's just like because that that genre is pretty dead, the whole scrolling beating up. But by God, God Hand, this is the way to get that back. Like that's yeah. that's that's the that's the template. That's what you do. You have to make it. You, you know, fight. All those games are about is running through a you know running through a set of areas and punching people in the face. And nothing <laughs> nothing does that better than God Hand. <laughs> I still did, put them. Um, I did. I did have a moment playing it when um, <laughs> when I sat on the couch and wife was there doing some work on her laptop and um, she looked up because I was just going hammering the circle button going and um, she looked up and I, it was just the guy I can't remember what he's called just hyper spanking this <laughs> this leather clad woman <laughs> over his knee and then fucking twatting her into oblivion. She's like, "Is he? Are you?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, he is." Yeah. She <laughs> sort of looked at me and I'm like, "Okay, never mind." Just carried on. <laughs> so you know, video games. Sorry, I just oh fuck, I just did the thing. Can you? Yeah. Would you like to come? Anyone like to come round to my house? Stab me in the neck. Wait, did what thing? I went video games like that. Oh right, that's fine. We do it all the time. Yeah, we, should, yeah. we should all. Just... It's the only sensible way to end a, a point that you're trying to make. Suicide um, pact. Maybe. Yeah, sure. Cool. Uh, Gary, you're gonna try the um the kick me note challenge. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What you know at the start of the game, he gets the kick me note. Yes. Put on his back, yeah. and when you start the game, he's got it on there. Yeah, yeah. people are. I don't know if anyone's actually done it. No one's done but, it. But yeah, if you get hit, it falls off. You can't. But, you be in die for the entire. Yeah, you've got to keep it on for the entire yeah, game. But you can do it. You can keep it on for the entire game. Yeah, in in theory. Yeah, in theory. But it's there. They put it on there. Yeah, they put it on the table and said it's there if you want it. Because someone, um, I think someone asked me, like, what's harder, being a one bro or that? And I was just like, fuck that. Dark Souls. No chance. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that God Hand Kick Me Challenge is, like, yeah. oh, it's almost impossible. Completing God Hand without being touched. <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous. If you doubled the speed of Dark Souls and you weren't allowed to die in your one bro run at all, or be hit yeah. once. Or get hit once. Yeah. <laughs> now, of course it's harder, yeah. <sighs> that's shit, really. I mean, just fucking. I'd have more to talk about, but GTA Five has just taken over our lives, hasn't it? I finished mm. it today. So. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, we haven't, so don't tell what us anything about it? it. No, it's fine. I was a little bit deflated, but yeah. Were you? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Shit. 
but scathing remarks. But <laughs> but we've the all backlash played... starts here, guys. <laughs> um, but we've all played Red Dead, so I reckon there's more, a little bit more to come. I reckon a bit of afters somewhere. Can't mm-hmm. imagine them not doing it because people will be expecting. Yeah, I like the. Um, we said this with four. Sorry, if you haven't played Red Dead. <laughs> <laughs> we said we said this with uh, GTA Four and uh, continued to say it about GTA Four until Five came out. But it's just I would prefer it if Rockstar just stuck to their... I mean, it's the end of generations. So it's definitely not going to happen. But if they put out a Grand Theft Auto game that was as good and as you know real a believable place as um you know Los Santos is in GTA five and they just keep dropping stories onto it. Like we've seen the story of Trevor, Franklin and Michael. You know, let's see the story of this random character. You know, they don't have to be ones we've met already. They you know, like like what they did with The Lost and the Damned and the Battle of the Gay Tony. It was just really cool to see, you know, the city from different people's perspective. Yeah. And um you know obviously the the, the scope of being able to do even more interesting um stuff than they did with GTA 4's expansion packs. It's huge. Um, so I'm well up to seeing what they do next in terms of uh, download in content. I mean, it'd be it'd be so cool if like the, the way that you jumped between the DLC missions and your original game instead of loading it up like you did on GTA uh, 4, you just selected which one from the title screen. You just it loaded it all in the initial load, and you just used the character jump thing, and it just mm. jumped you into that specific character who has that that'd be awesome that's neat yeah um man yeah gta5 we'll probably be talking about it quite a lot yeah um i didn't think i know i know it's being slightly um not ungrateful but slightly um dickish about it but i didn't think the jump was when i heard about the jump thing sounded incredible but when you see it you sort of think well it's still you know they're still doing very well because there's a lot to load in there and yeah yeah fair enough but it's not as kind of what people who were kind of talking about it beforehand who, who previewed it and stuff were really going nuts about it going you just instantly jump to this other guy and, and it's like you don't instantly jump do you there is it just kind of loads for quite a yeah. while i know that's really like mm. but it's what i heard about it i imagine they just kind of went boom, flew across to the person yeah you know uh, yeah i was gonna say i'd agree really with you that i'd agree with you there if if that whole thing wasn't handled brilliantly. <laughs> yes, yes, that's fair. like it. Like, like that. That is, if if that's your load in any game, that's it's fucking unbelievable. I've had. I've, yeah. Well, that's what's what your favorite. What's your favorite one that you've had? Um, let's, let's just all throw one out there. Spoilers uh, be damned. What's your favorite character, John? Uh, no, and they're first. all going to be Trevor, aren't they? <laughs> they are. <laughs> I don't know. Someone else go first. <laughs> all right. My my favorite one was him waking up. As well, you know, sat on his ass asleep in the middle of like a fucking barn full of cows <laughs> and hammered yes. when he got up. And I just walked up to the nearest cow and booted it. <laughs> it yeah, always just when wait. he wakes up in his pants or in a dress, it's always, always good. He woke up in a really posh, um, uh, you know, like a Vinewood Hills type place mm. with a big pool and, and, and he just woke up on a deck chair like billion bollocks naked basically <laughs> and and just kind of got on all these sort of I, I stood up and walked around and um you, you know he's, he's kind of pissed off his nutballs walking about the shop and um i got went near these um sort of yuppie hipster dudes who were at this party and they just immediately started trying to lay into me and i thought oh of course trevor probably wasn't actually invited to this party he was <laughs> he's, he's made himself welcome so then i had a little scrap with him and then I had a little police chase that escalated ridiculously because i fucked it up a bit. And I thought that's great. 
but there's no emergent story in this, so I must have made that up. But, <laughs> but yeah, so it's stuff like that. But I can't think of a particular. I, I did, I did have one where he was he he tied some dude to a, a post under the docks. <laughs> oh, yeah, see, I've had this one, but didn't we have different dialogue? You had the best dialogue, and I can't remember what it was, but it made me laugh my tits off. But... Mine was, uh, and this, this is why trickle down economic doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Which is excellent. Yeah. So my favourite one is Sean's one. Wicked, that's also my favourite one. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Let's do some questions. Yes. Okay. Is the first one rubbish? Because quite need to smash out a deep piss, so. Well, you smash out a deep piss, and I'll okay. read the question out, and then when you come back, just see if you can pick it up and answer anyway. <laughs> yes. It'll be a fun that's, game for you. That's perfect. Yeah, we're not we're not pausing the recording because that makes work for me as the editor. Mm. So that's fine. That's I, I, I wish we'll we did because I need to get a drink. But here we go. Laugh I'll just go sake. in dry. Go. Um, so to speak. Right. Right. Ashton gone. Ray's. Hello. He starts us off with... I've just realised something as well. Everyone's changed their fucking names to their Halloween names, so this will be fun. <laughs> um, Wait a minute. Ashton Rays doesn't even listen to podcasts. Well, just he's in general. Me, he's, yeah, he just doesn't like the idea. That's fucking stupid. Of, of podcasts. No, he's got a point. Uh, Pretty weird. Whatever. Um, well, I won't answer his question then. Um, no, go which, for it. Read uh, it out. He says, what is your favourite Skylander and why? I don't have a favourite Skylander. Well, I've been looking at them if I'm honest, <laughs> so I could give him an actual answer. And based on my very quick scan through website, I think, where is he? There was one which I thought was quite cool looking. Um, oh, fuck, I've lost him. I've gone too far. Um, here he is. He's called Eruptor, and he's just like <laughs> a ball with a face with two balls of lava and um, <laughs> for hands. And he just has some good, silly poses. Wicked. Uh, no, I know nothing about Skylanders. It's one of those ones that... Eruptor. I wish, I wish I was into it, because it's, it's one of those things that makes you realise how fucking... Oh, hang on, hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, hang on. There's one called Terrafin, and he's a land shark. Yeah. No, I was actually aware of that one. I don't know why I didn't just go for him yeah, immediately. Terrafin. Yeah, yeah, why not? Um, but yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, this is a video game that's absolutely massive, and yet I don't know the first thing about it other than you buy the figures and you put them in the little plinth, and then they appear in the game, which is cool. Yeah. But apparently it's actually a pretty good game. Who knew? No, I didn't. Yeah, you do now. That's what pretty What are you cool. going to do armed with that knowledge? <coughs> that. I don't know. Um, a cough. Brilliant. Yeah, okay. Right, now, I've never, ever, ever been able to work out how to say this dude's fucking username, but it's James Carter. It's... I what what if worth... Yeah, that. Hello, James. Um, he says, if you can't watch dogs on the new consoles, what will you watch? <laughs> underscore... <laughs> So this is a reference to Watch Dogs being delayed. Um, How, right, let's do any of us... slight tangent here on Watch Dogs being delayed. Uh, mm. It's been delayed until, and I quote, the you know, quarter one. So it's a bit... Yeah, it's, spring it's, it's, 2014. Yeah, it's spr- spring, that's it. So it's a vague delay. There's no actual date on it. And mm. because it's spring, what, that's anywhere in like a three-month period, I think, traditionally, when a video game gets delayed till spring. Um... I've not really had much in the way of hands-on with Watch Dogs, no more than most of the listeners, probably, because Eurogamer was it for most people, wasn't it? Yeah. And uh, the queue was massive. <laughs> mm-hmm. But do you think that this reeks a little bit of they saw... Because they, they, they said um, 
we want it to be a real next gen title, you know, stuff like that. You know, we want it to really kick the pants off next gen when it comes out. It just reeks a little bit of like they saw GTA Five and went fucking out. <laughs> like, because I've had a few people tell me that a lot of it's smoke and mirrors. Yeah, well, it's bound to happen, wasn't it? And the what? delay to spring seems a little bit more than we're going to polish it and then release it. What are they going to do though? I don't know. Add add more content. I don't know. It's, it it's, yeah. it seems like a more substantial delay than like, oh, we're going to shine it up a bit before it comes out. Yeah, that's what yeah. I reckon. Is what are we going to watch on the new watch <laughs> underscore on the new? Uh, I'll probably just carry on watching Breaking Bad and uh, episodes of I'm Alan Partridge. Probably going to watch it update. Uh, yeah, good one. Don't, I don't. You watch other people's streams. You can. Yeah, watch Salty Bet on it. Watch Salty Bet. God, that'd be good. I haven't touched that for quite a while, actually. It's, it's for the best. Yeah, it is, isn't it? I've got out. Have you seen this Spelunky one that's doing the rounds now? Yeah, I've heard about it. Um, isn't it you just you bet on like how long they'll survive? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's quite good. Um, mm. All right, next question. Higgy C says, yes. Has the independent review reached a verdict on the state of corruption in the Mount Your Friends professional community? This is obviously <laughs> a slight dig at the fact that Sean, who was the favourite to win and one of the people who was kind of involved in the whole thing, um, by involved in the whole thing, as in he was on the podcast where Ian announced it, and nothing more, may I add. <laughs> um, yeah, he won it. But as I've said before, if he was just better than everyone then I'd probably think it was a bit suspicious. But man, if you were if you were playing that bullshit and you you know, you, you it was rigged, then you did a pretty convincing job of fucking up. <laughs> you know, like if that was a work, you made it believable, you know, the, the real sign of a true professional wrestler. It's a work, yeah. <laughs> next. Um next question is from uh, creator of the random game news generator, Chris Span, CS87, and he says, "How do you feel now? You've been told that you've imagined all that fun that you've you've been making on your own in GTA Online." <laughs> <laughs> so this is about people saying there's no. I think we know what it's freedom. about. They've listened to the first half of this podcast. That's true. Well, we mentioned it quite a lot. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to think of it. I think it's madness. I think that there is a load of people who, like, I, I, let, let's let's go there and say that anyone who doesn't like Grand Theft Auto Five is just trying to be cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I really think that's the case. Which, in a, you know, in the case of a lot of games, that would be quite a dismissive and unfair thing to say. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I thought you were going to come in there and do the whole voice of reason thing that you normally do quite well. But no. no. <laughs> No, it's like, I said this on Joypod, like, it's just so incredible. Not only that it's as good as it is, right, but just the fact that we all allowed ourselves to get whipped up into a frenzy about it, watching the trailers and shit, and like, oh my god, this is going to be incredible. And then it actually was. Mm. Like, that's so fucking rare. Like, with your, you know, your big budget console releases, they're generally, like, as good, or you know, as they are in their own right, they very rarely match up to the shit you get repeatedly told about them months before release. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like um, um I feel like some people some of the people who said it were the same kind of people who actually enjoyed Saints Row as well. And I'm not doing the oh you've got to like one or the other <laughs> but I feel like 
just because it's a massive major title, they get a, a, a small kick out of going, no, I didn't enjoy it, actually. They're just you think, trying <laughs> to be cool. play it, you know. And it, it feels like that kind of thing, but then but then the, the kind of same people who go, who praise Saints Row 4, and not that it was bad, but I, I don't know. I don't know. It's on the wrong fucking, it's on a different fucking level, isn't it? It's just, yeah. Saints Row 4 is really cool and funny and great and everything, but I'm probably never going to play it again. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean I'm both... enjoying it. I think um, when when I've got a, a gap in my schedule, I think I will go back to Saints Row 4 because I was you know, genuinely enjoying it. It's just, you know, all the stuff that I wanted from it um, in terms of fuckery, mm. um, it, it gives you it too easy. You know, we're getting yeah. into that same conversation again. But yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but, but it, you know, I think we mentioned it before, that, like the missions in Saints Row are actually really well done and kind of fun. Mm. And they use all the stuff, all the um, interesting stuff you know the abilities they they use it all really well in the missions whereas yeah. um the, you know grand theft auto's missions are uh, they're a lot better than they have been in previous games but there's still a lack of freedom which okay, it's to be expected they go they're going for a cinematic thing with it um mm. but some people don't like that whatever if you don't like grand theft auto you're just trying to be cool um <laughs> tom smizzle says and he's got a fucking moving twitter avatar Right, when did this start? Because I've seen a few of these. I don't know. Now. And they enable <laughs> that. He's the first. Okay. <laughs> um, he says, I only just started listening to your podcast, so can you summarise all the in-jokes with one sentence to catch me up? <laughs> That's great. Oh, fucking hell. Right. All, all the in-jokes. I'll just I'll do mine. Ventimans. Yeah, I drink a lot of Ventimans Curiosity Cola. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, I've got a skin condition, no. which means I burn really quickly in the and sun. And he's also really, really white. Like, freakishly white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how that's a running joke that you have no pigment in the skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you want to know more about the condition, there is an episode uh, of Embarrassing Bodies about it <laughs> called Vitiligo. I wasn't embarrassed about the condition. Is that until how you pronounce it? Vitiligo. I've been yeah. giving it Vitiligo. Vitiligo. Yeah. Well, who's yeah. the expert, Food Gary? Th- well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, other than that, I'm like fucking boring and I like indie games and that. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's a, that's a running joke as well. Is like Sean has played an indie game once, um, and and talked about it in depth once. So obviously he's the indie prick. And, <laughs> See, this is and, the, thing, and right? the running joke is that I played an indie game once that I didn't like. It's Dear Esther, by the way, the one that I'm talking about. <laughs> and. Um, and thought it was pretentious shite um and also no, my see, favorite game that is now Doom. but um <laughs> so we need to no, um, this is, this to this is up, the thing right like, we could sum up each of you in a sentence rather than all the in jokes hang on what is sean gonna say this is the thing sorry sean this is the, <laughs> the thing with andy right is that he plays up his fucking regressive anti-art <laughs> idiocy <laughs> Because when, when he actually played Dear Esther, we had a pretty good discussion about it. Granted, you did not like it. Yes. Um, but you, you, <laughs> you talk about it now as if you're like, oh, it's fucking pretentious bollocks. No, you did play it and, like, thought about it. Yeah. Well, I think what, what the my, running, what the running was joke my with Andy is he's not as thick it, as he was, sounds. Oh, yeah, my official come away from Dear Esther mm. actually happened. I was like, Oh, from a purely atmospheric point of view, they nailed it. They just need a real game developer to attach something to it. And then fucking Amnesia came out. So. Uh, Machine for Pigs. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. like, it happened in the end. That was all because of me um, not liking it. <laughs> um, God. Uh, there's, there's some more in jokes. We'll be making some. 
you can join in with the new ones. <laughs> we've sort of we've actually let a few in jokes lapse over the last while. We used to call each other racists all the time. Yeah, I know. We're, we're, um, because good. of the state of the games industry right now, you can't say anything. So we're being really cautious. <laughs> <laughs> even even you know even a joking reference to someone being racist, like Sean saying like. Um, I got the white 3DS and me calling him a racist could start a Twitter-wide scandal in this current climate. So we stay yeah. away. Stay away from it. That that joke's not funny anymore. No. <laughs> Officially not funny. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, I think that's, that's most of them, isn't it? Yeah. And then there's the whole uh, witch's beg, uh, beg, best, egg or hat. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. true. That's not even a joke, really. It's just we need to know. Yeah, that's a very, that's a strong um, question. And um, that's the one you, Sam that's the one you shout out to them when you see them in the pub or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 to go, yeah. Or obviously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shall I buy you a drink? Our friend Sam hasn't played Resident Evil 4 because he's a dick. That's a running joke. Yeah. That's another running joke. That's not a joke, actually. We should probably stress that now. That's no, actually really, really no, not a very serious issue that needs resolving. <clears throat> I think that's all of them. I think that's how we've distinctly yeah. summed up all of our jokes in five minutes. <laughs> next. Okay, next one is from Walnut Soap, who says, where the fuck is my t-shirt? Sure. Um, well, they haven't been made yet. Oh, so that's, that's it? That's, it's, it doesn't exist yet, physically. Cool. The bloody campaign hasn't even finished yet. We need to wait till the campaign ends, and then we need to get all the details of what everyone wants. Um, and then we need to send that order to the nice t-shirt people. Doesn't everyone want a t-shirt? Hmm? Oh, you mean sizes? All right, yes, I'll let you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we need to find out if they want a girl or boys one, and we also need to find out if uh, what size they want, and also how many shirts they want, because some people have pledged more than they needed to. Oh, girl t-shirts. Um, some girls want t-shirts as well. Some girls. Some want girls want this t-shirt. <laughs> some girls always get what they want, and what some girls want is a midnight resistance t-shirt. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Owen's going to be really annoyed that we've made a big deal out of that I'm just telling you now sorry Owen <laughs> next, question. next question is from Phil Wall who says what was your GMA acceptance speech going to be um, I think the first thing I was going to say when I got on stage was I, I think this means we can't hang out with the cool kids anymore um, it wasn't just going to be well that's us not getting any freelance from our that PS. was it yeah that, that was that's it that was it more specific but um, uh, and then um basically go on to say that like cheers for the award and you know give my thanks but address the um very real um feelings i have about the massive lack of effort i put into the site <laughs> and the fact that it was and uh, you know I'm, I'm quite happy telling everyone now that the fact that we got no, i mean we we know how much effort we put into the site and probably the most complicated things are you edit the podcast which mm. you're simplifying yourself by removing the break. Um, so that's all, it's uh, still a pain in the so, ass. Yeah, I know, but you've already fucking reduced the load. Um, <laughs> putting pictures into articles for other people because we have to edit, uh, you know, whatever. And occasionally we do video content. Fucking hell, those are probably the hardest things we do when it comes to workload. Mm. And then you see all these other sites that were nominated with us and they put real effort in. <laughs> like, you can tell that they try and care. So I was just going to go, like, I'm really sorry that, like... Because <laughs> I know how much effort I put in. Like, the fact that we were nominated with that much effort is incredible. Yeah. 
God, really imagine was. if we tried. We'd have we'd have fucking walked. Terrifying. Tried, wouldn't <laughs> yeah, 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 we would. Uh, <laughs> I was just gonna say, um, basically, not many people actually read the website. Like it's it's never gonna be at a point that we'll make a living off it. But that's fine because the caliber of people who do like the website <laughs> um, says volumes about. It. Like the fact, like you know, like you know, uh, most website like readers <laughs> in general. Um, like you look, you look at the comments on any website, and they're full of fucking morons. Um, I'm actually quite confident that if we did have comments, they would actually be okay. Yeah, because any 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 people we've interacted with who like the website, there's not a single idiot among them. Um, and that is, you know, that is something to be proud of. That is a very good point. I would say. And if we did have comments, mm. which is never going to happen. It would probably be the best comment. Yeah, I was going to say it, but it's never going to happen because if I write an article about fucking Soul Reaver, I don't care what anyone else has to say. It's not about creating a nice community. I just don't give a shit. Um, shout at me on Twitter or something like that. That's, that's the best <laughs> way to get your point across to me. All right, Digifolio says, what is best? Watch dogs, road dog, or or rude dog. <laughs> <laughs> rude dog. I was so oh man. Oh. When you said the first two, I was like, I hope it's rude dog. It's better be rude dog. <laughs> I'm torn now because I was definitely gonna go for road dog, and then rude dog showed up on the scene. Yeah, yeah. rude dog is rude dog. very good. Yo, dude, get rude. <laughs> Next question. Rude dog. That's the answer. Um, yeah. Phil Wall says, B- building on the success of the year of Luigi, what video game character should we name next year after? <laughs> Ah, the whole Year of Luigi thing. I mean, we we love Nintendo, but people are right to mock that, aren't it's they? It's amazing, though. It's the fact they've just it's done it <laughs> anyway. <they're> like, Fuck <laughs> it. I just I've, I've presumably seen the recurring thing of like whenever something, whenever someone does something bad, and then someone will tweet like, "I can't believe you know, such and such did <laughs> such and such on this the Year of Luigi." <laughs> that gets me every time. Was that reason. from a Nintendo Direct? Yeah. Um, thingy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the year, year of Luigi. Um, Wasn't it the year? Yeah, what, of what character? Really what character next? It has to be. It has to be someone that's well known, but just like slightly rubbish. Waluigi. No, oh, that's cheating. It's too. Yeah, it's year of Kamek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's just another Mario guy. So that's it's also the cheating. year of female civilian three from GTA Five. Oh, that's too obscure. <laughs> I don't know. It needs to be. <laughs> just kind of go go downhill from there. I hope it's the year of F Zero. <laughs> That's that's what I want. Year of F Zero, yeah, fucking yeah. Year of uh, Year of Captain Pico Falcon from F Zero. Yeah, Year of Captain Falcon. That <laughs> that guarantees us. A... No, no, because Captain Falcon's the main character. It's got to be Pico. That bollocks. Or Samurai no, Goro. No, Year of Captain Falcon because that guarantees us Smash Brothers and F Zero. Well, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> right, fine. Uh, plus, you might finally get that uh, third person action adventure. Oh yeah, yeah, game. which I'm up for as well. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Year of Captain Falcon. <laughs> Amazingly, we were re- that tweet was retweeted by the Year of Luigi Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> um, Saintly Stewart says, which one is bigger, your Steam Library or your Humble Bundle one? Steam Library, because it's bigger than everything on Earth. Wait, what? What was the question? Which one is bigger, your Steam oh, Library yeah. or your Humble Bundle Library? Oh, God, yeah, Steam yeah, Library. Just, yeah. Fuck, I don't, I've never looked at the Humble Bundle. Well, hang on, because the Humble Bundle Library feeds into yeah, exactly. the Steam it's Library as well. That's the so... problem. Mm. Next one. Techie Rob says, if you could play as any Nintendo character in GTA 5, who would you choose and why? Wait, what? what? Why aren't you listening? <laughs> I am listening. I just, it's, the words aren't... If right, you could tired. play as any Nintendo character in... <laughs> oh, any Nintendo... Sorry, it was the Nintendo character bit I missed. 
somehow. The crucial bit. Who plays Nintendo characters in GTA 5? Uh, uh, Kirby. Why? Because he's the best. Plays Kirby in fucking anything. Isn't Kirby you can like inhale a... people? Yeah, I was going to say, isn't Kirby the common answer? Yeah, because you <laughs> just imagine that just as like I'm a... Saying, sure, oh. just try, try harder. Shut up. <laughs> just going around inhaling things and then vomiting them out elsewhere. Be like Nobby Nobby Boy. Yes. That's a good one, but I'd probably be um, a bob on. Or just blow up. Just walk around for about five just seconds. Constantly and be waste, get wasted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just destroy yourself. And that'd be quite... Although saying that, let's go straight forward. We all know how 3D Mario's physics are now. Because they've kind of kept that um, fairly reasonably consistent throughout the games. Like, you know that if you're running forward with the stick and belting forward, holding the stick down, and you pull it back to do the backflip, you yeah. know exactly how much weight there is as he sort of stops and turns around before he backflips. Yeah? That's a reasonable mm. thing about Mario's physics. And you know how his <laughs> wall jump works, and you know that if you press punch while you're doing the wall jump, he kind of does that little diving thing and stuff. Imagine just bolting yeah. around the city as Mario. Yeah, just yeah fucking... it could be a laugh. Yeah, like any alleyway, just be like, right, climbing these buildings yeah. on the wall jump. <laughs> really good at evading the police. Yeah, it'd be amazing. Yeah. Just fucking bamboozle them. <laughs> it'd be amazing. Just find a nearby pipe. I'm going to go with Bullet Bill, just because just wander on giving death to anything that got in my way. That'd be pretty good. Just, you can't <laughs> move. Amazing. You just go in a straight line, carving through the. <laughs> Doesn't matter who comes at me. The fucked bullet bill. Okay. Um. Coffee Jesus says, "Why do you think Monster Hunter is the best game of the year, and why do so many sites slash critics aren't asked about getting into it? Why do you think so many sites slash critics aren't asked about getting into it?" Um. Well, this is probably in response to the fact that I was kicking off earlier. They said, "I think Monster Hunter is still my favorite game of the year." Um. Mm-hmm. In, yeah, um, why do so many sites slash critics aren't asked about getting into it? Because it's a big ask. Yeah. And this yeah. far from launch as well, we're about to hit, um, we're about to hit the big Christmas period. And there does seem to be something, um, about sounding like an old man with some of the younger journalists. <laughs> Excuse me. With that, like, they, everyone seems obsessed to just play what's new, what's out right now. Uh, and constantly jumping on to the next new thing. Whether they like it or not, or whether they're fussed about it or not, or whether they prefer something else, they just want to be playing the same game that everyone else is currently playing. So I think now, a lot of sites and critics aren't going to go back and play Monster Hunter. One of the things that we sort of decided on when we decided to do Midnight Resistance is we'll talk about whatever we want when we want. So I guess that's why we like Monster Hunter a lot, (laughs) and we're always going to talk about it, because it's something that's always on our mind. Um... But yeah, I don't know. Um, it's one of the one of the pluses about writing for a website where you don't ever have to do anything recent. Yeah, it's that you you've got more than five minutes to appreciate each individual thing. Yeah, um, yeah, they'll have and when you, they'll have a sort of a, a a list of things, won't they? They'll say, right, you need to do this, 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 and this game by the end of the month. No one's going to have time to you know put what hundred hours into into one game. When they've kind of yeah. got kind of got a list of things they have to they have to hit and, and, and get out of those reviews, it's kind of th- those kind of sites. It's about how much they put out and and, and current stuff as well, isn't it? So they're never going to mm. be able to set someone aside to just do that, just play Monster yeah. Hunter yeah. for one for one review. Mm. My target is. I mean, it's like I say, like uh, when I've written sort of in-depth positive reviews of like Dynasty Warriors or Armored Core. Um, expecting to get the shit kicked out of me. What you actually just get is people saying, "Thank fuck, someone's taken the time to do this properly," because yeah. it's rare. Mm. Um, and you know, there, there there are reasons for that. Um, 
and that's fine and everything. But yeah, like generally, they're the reviews where I expect people to have a go at me. Um, but no, there, there are a lot of people there who, who also feel that certain marginalised but excellent games don't get the treatment they deserve and are relieved when they do. Yeah. Next. Yeah, um, yeah, Monster Hunter is amazing. I, I, I think just quickly, one last thing as well is like when we're playing multiplayer on it, I mean, Grand Theft Auto could trump it just because of how fun it is. But um, for now, like our multi- Monster Hunter sessions, like it's so easy just to like get in that lobby and just keep playing it. And the discussions you have outside of the game with people about it is, it's a little bit more personal than Grand Theft Auto. I don't know, maybe because the scale of Grand Theft Auto is so vast. Yeah. But with Monster Hunter, like, you, you, you're chatting to your mates about specific bits of armor that you need to get built and stuff like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Monster Hunter's brilliant. I'm very excited about Monster Hunter. Have you seen the sales figures for it? For which right, one? Right. I, I, I might be speaking completely out of my ass on this, but apparently the combined sales figures of Monster Hunter 3 on the DS, on the 3DS and Monster mm-hmm. Hunter 4 on the 3DS outdo mm-hmm. all the Vita games. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. This is presumably in Japan, yeah. right? Not, yeah. I can't imagine the West adds much to that. Yeah, well, Monster Hunter 4's not Yeah, excellent. Yeah, that's pretty mad. Yeah, Monster Hunter 4 ships 3 million in a month in Japan. Wicked. Articles a day ago. That's pretty cool, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, someone's just shared on Facebook, someone's just shared that um, CGI mock-up of the naked man bombing a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Okay. What? Don't act like you've not already seen it. I have, that, I have, have no idea what that is. Seen it. <laughs> you, you absolutely have. Right, well, I'm going to have to link you to it now okay. while we're recording All right, well, I'll, and I'll, then leave it I'll, in. I'll, next question then um, is Hexy Vexy <laughs> says, Wind Waker yeah. HD and GTA 5, is this the year of the selfie? <laughs> um, yes. Uh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. We should, should, we, should we talk briefly about what we're doing in Grand Theft Auto 5 or is that a spoiler? Should we keep it a secret? I think we keep it a secret. Okay, yeah. we'll keep it a secret. Um, yeah, no, taking selfies in Grand Theft Auto 5 is pretty funny. Yeah. Just the fact that they added that as an option. I do like the way the, the characters react in different ways as well. There's so much, yes. oh God, there's so much detail in that fucking game. Like, Michael will do a kind of a, a bit of an awkward smile and try, try and get a <laughs> smile on it. Have you noticed that? No, I can... Yeah, they sort of half smile, yeah, like, sort of sort of smile. trying to look cool. Trevor just fucking stares with his thousand mile stare of murder and then Franklin... I think Franklin's fucking boring, so he just kind of looks at you. So that fits really. So, but yeah, they all do different little Racist. facial expressions. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> we got the we got the in joke back. Excellent. Um, Wicked. Next question. I've just looked at that picture. By the way, it's breathtaking. Um, <laughs> uh, I love a little paper. <laughs> Techie Rob says, "Seeing as running out of year, do you have any idea what the official Midnight Resistance game of the year might be?" I'll leave you to work that out for now, Rob. Um, I was thinking about this the other day because I keep like games keep coming out and I keep thinking oh this could be game of the year ah but it's only like fucking March or something so it's a bit early mm. to call it no it's nearly the end of the year yeah um, one thing that we have discussed slightly off topic um, for the mm. site is a kind of hall of fame like games yes. that we sort of stand by like our because we don't really review anything but like it's just a way of sort of giving our stamp of approval I guess on certain titles <laughs> Um, like, yeah, we thought about like doing that. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Yes. Okay. Next one is from minute five, uh, minute five zero seven two. And here we go. You ready, guys? He says, what's yes. the biggest animal you could knock out in one punch? <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know if there are many animals I could knock out in one punch. I mean, obviously, like, squirrels and that, that would probably be okay, because you just they have quite frail necks. <laughs> you could just, I mean, it's all about precision. knock out, you kill it. It's all about precision, though, sure. It is about precision, so, but also, as the animal gets larger, it's also about brute strength. Yeah, because, like, some of those, like, like you, you'd, you'd think something like a llama or a camel, right? Because it's fairly stationary. You could just belt it with everything you've got. But, like, their skulls are pretty thick. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with bison. Well, hang That's on. Big. It's not so much about the thickness of the skull as it is about how easy it is to twist the neck, surely. That's how you cut the oxygen off. But like, no, you're not twisting that, you're punching. Yeah, we're so knocking it out. It's yeah, no, concussive you, yeah, force. As you punch it, that twists the neck. Yeah, but no, that's killing it. We're talking just concussive force. Yeah. No, <laughs> no there's no, no but isn't it to knock something out, you punch it hard enough that it that like it's not just the impact, but also the twisting no. of the neck. No. Giving it a temporary oxygen cut no. off. Um, <laughs> Sean Bell's <laughs> pseudoscience. Right. I fought a lot out. of men, yeah. Mammals. Knocked out a lot of animals. <laughs> I know what I'm um, talking about. <laughs> You could go, I reckon, bison, because all you have to do no is... No way you could knock no. out a bison. Oh, listen, all you have to do is find Never the temple. Never mind with one punch. They're still going to have a little soft temple, though, aren't they? I don't know if they will. Whatever. Yeah, I really do don't. Reckon? I, reckon I reckon I could pay I was going to Google bison skull. Providing, I, see if providing I can get close to a bison, give it a bit of grass. Fit, <laughs> Man, there is fucking them. no way into that skull. I'm looking at it now. <laughs> there is no there way is no. skull. I reckon I could pay over. They must have a temple. Uh... Doesn't look like it. Just Google do bison have temples. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I'm Google I'm bison insist, skull. Insist I'm having a bad bison. enough day as it is. I reckon Just... a good size sheep would is possible. <laughs> good size. I, I don't know, man. My dad had to kill a sheep with a rock once. It was tough. Did he hit it in the temple? <laughs> did he hit it in the temple? Did, uh, did he take know. it out no, in just... one, though? Well, this is the, this is the awkwardness of it oh. because um, obviously, if you hit it too hard, you're just going to smash its brains all over the road. Um, but if you don't hit it hard enough, it's going to take several goes, and that's also not a palatable option. Um, no, I think he got it right. I think he managed to just take right, it out so, without right, the correct so amount of force. We've, we've established yeah. that you can kill a sheep with a rock to the head in one blow. Therefore, yeah. I reckon I can knock one out. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see it. Um, yeah. What about? Uh, I think I feel like there must be a halfway point between squirrels. What about an otter? Yeah, I could knock out an otter. No problem. You could probably knock out an otter. Yeah. But then got, they don't really have necks. They've just got really. Yeah, thick... but we've established it's not about that, is it? It's about concussive. Force. <laughs> no, we haven't established. Fuck all, Andy. We've argued and we haven't come to a conclusion yet. Can I knee drop the otter? No, it's his punch. Uh, no, you said you, yeah, you can knee drop it if you want. But that's not playing by the rules. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it won't count. I don't mind being disqualified. I just want to knee drop an otter. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't want to do this as part of the ex- the uh, competition. He just yeah, just a leisure activity, just as a celebration for knocking out the bison. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, if you knock ever knock out a bison, I will give you twenty pounds. <laughs> twenty pounds. <laughs> and take a photo of me stood on the bison with a twenty pound note in my hand. You can take a Thumbs selfie. Up. It's the year of the selfie. Self- yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, all right, Next Man Puncher says, having lost the best blog GMA to the average gamer website, does this mean that Midnight Resistance are officially below average? Which is a joke I yes, made on the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're saying that all yeah. night. So uh, yeah, there we go. Yes. Okay, yeah. Mr. John T says, can love bloom in Battlefield Four? How about Bad Company Two? Uh, Bad Company Two, definitely, because that was a wicked. There's game. a lot of bromance. Um, Bad yes. Company Two. Um, Battlefield Four. 
of from what we've played of the beta, it's not. Oh it's not, man, remember? It's not, no, not no, no. I played a but... bit more, and it's fucking good. All right, but um, what man? Remember, right, Sean came over at my house for the GMAs, okay? Um, and I downloaded the Battlefield 4 beta on my PC and played it once. I think it was on maximum specs. And then we try to scale it down a little bit, and weirdly enough, scaling it down was enough for my PC to shit itself and turn off. Um, <laughs> what I have to run Battlefield 4 on max <laughs> um, <laughs> for some reason. Um, I try to put it on high because it, it, yeah, there was a few bits where it, like it, it wasn't choppy. You 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 played a bit more than me. It wasn't that bad, was it? It was just there was the odd bit where it would give a little yeah, stuff. Yeah, all right. Um, yeah. So I figured, oh, we'll drop it a high, and it'll probably be pretty pretty smooth um but it just doesn't like it but anyway after that i downloaded it on the xbox because obviously that's going to be a bit more stable and fucking hell <laughs> like the, the the difference in those two games is really noticeable i was going to be yeah. a dick about the next step gen jump graphically but it's obviously a little bit bigger than i was giving it credit for yeah hmm. but but are you sure they're not just half arsing the current gen ones now? Well, that could be the case, but um, mm, mm. it's good though. It was good. Yeah. I haven't yeah. touched any Battlefield games. Oh man, they're good. Yeah, yeah. I, I know, and I just for whatever reason I haven't haven't launched into it. So maybe for yeah, no, my first uh, it, it, it's it's well worth it. I mean, when when you have a good Baffy match, like when yeah. everything goes well and you're working as a team. It feels brilliant. And um, again, I think we've mentioned this billions of times on the podcast, but like there, there have been games where Sean and I have been grouped together playing a match, maybe with some others, but we're in a team and we're talking, and we're communicating, and we're playing against people who aren't doing that. And not only will your side win the match, but you will feel... So, you, you usually have actually got something to do with it, but you will at very least feel that you and your mates running around were the de- deciding factor in that match yes. and it makes you feel yeah. important um and yeah w- i think a lot of this comes down to the fact that they've done this since uh, bad company 2 and they did it in battlefield 3 and so and even you know it looks like they've done it with 4 as well as even more so in 4 is it's it's not your kill like call of duty is your kill streak you know your care package you know yeah. it's this sort of thing in ba- Battlefield, it, ev- everything you do in Battlefield is built around winning the game for your team. Yes, you get points, but you get you you, you know getting kills is like one of the worst way to get points. Hmm. You get more points from fucking dropping health pack for someone, and you get even more points if that person's in your squad because it shows that you're caring for your direct teammates rather than the rest of you know, the whole you know the right. rest of the whole team. Um, and uh, in previous Battlefield games, you press the back button to uh, spot enemies and you know you can sort of call them out so if you see a helicopter in the sky you look at it press back you call it out and it appears on people's radars for a couple of seconds and that can be enough and if someone kills the person or blows up the helicopter or takes up the tank or whatever just after you've spotted it you get a spotter's bonus for it in battlefield 4 they have mapped the spotting to right bumper and you cannot reconfigure it which leads me to believe they're pushing you know the team-based stuff even more to the front now because that means you know, you know how you hold a control pad pressing back to spot something is a lot harder than just tapping the right bumper whenever you need to draw your team's attention to something it's um and you know that's like if you've only got a couple of bullets left and you need to reload spot it and get your head down let someone else deal with it you'll still get points for it for working as a team and um that's where battlefield really fucking takes off 
Weirdly, cool. um, have you noticed that Battlefield's been getting a bit of a weird backlash because it's getting bigger again? Like people yeah, are like, oh, it's I fucking Battlefield. That. Even we're a little bit guilty of it, I think. We are but, just. I'm just just because I'm a fucking yeah, idiot. Yeah, but who, it's, no, it's brilliant. Like, it's Battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> no, just I, I'm one of those idiots who didn't really get into Battlefield until Bad Company because it's quite funny in that. Um, I fucking kill so I, I miss the the sense of humour. Yeah, the st- I wouldn't let the single player poison it for you though. The like the multiplayer is still fucking brilliant. Mm. Baffy. <laughs> yes. Um. Right. Next question is from Bitsocket. Oh. And they <laughs> say, would you rather have your ass where your face is? Or your face where your ass is. <laughs> well, hang on a minute. Hey, wait. Does that mean? This is a trick question. Do we, is he swapping the functions as well, or do the functions oh, that'd remain? Be horrible. Oh, yeah, because that mean you, does that mean you put your face where your ass is and you have to poo out of it? But wait, or do you still poo either out way, of your bum? It's a trick question, boys. Either way, wait, yeah, because it's, it's the, the same. same either way, isn't it? Yeah, I'm trying to make mugs of you. Because <laughs> if your ass is where your face is, your face is. Can't believe Bitsocket tried to embarrass us. Unless your ass, you have, say, for example, pick the first one, your ass is where your face is. Wait, Christ, this is confusing. Your ass is where your face is. Yeah, but then where your ass is, there's just nothing. Just some sort of horrific interdimensional void or something. <laughs> That's true. So do you have to have the full <laughs> switch around? or In which, yeah, yeah, in which case I'd have my face where my ass is. And then my head would just be this thing that could suck everything in around it. <laughs> because it'd be like something out of a fucking um, Shinji Mikami game. <laughs> <laughs> That's my answer. <laughs> um, next question. Um, Caribou Shu says, what other game should have Mario 3's frog suit? Um, oh, I don't know. What did the frog suit even it, do again? I can't remember. Jump. <laughs> That's no. what you did when you moved. You jumped. Jump further, higher. Yeah, you hopped around uh, instead of walking. Did it not help when you were it in did water help as, well. Water as well? Okay, fine. Um, who's who's normally shit at jumping and being in water? Sonic. Sonic. Sonic could use that fucking suit. He's shit. Oh, like a Nintendo burn on Sega. There you go, Sonic. Help you out, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. I was just gonna say, would this frog suit um, also allow him to breathe in water? But frogs can't fucking breathe in water, and I'm an idiot. Hmm. Next question. <laughs> well, that was a successful question. <laughs> no, right. The thing, the thing with us moving on to the next question is it doesn't necessarily mark the current one as a success. It just means we need to get away from okay. it. Okay, right. that's very true. Right, 87th. Former guest on the podcast says, what happens to Tetraminos? What happens? Presumably means when they yeah. disappear, or does it just mean in general? When they disappear, let's go with that. Okay, well, what I'm just thinking. What I mean, obviously, once Tetris is over, they need to find other jobs. What else would Tetraminos be good for in society? Houses, houses. Yeah, do you think they they get sold yeah, off? They get sold they? off to the highest bidder. Yeah, for building materials. Yeah, that's quite depressing, really. Yeah, it's the world we live in, though, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> Hard labour, Hard times. Hard times. All right, next question. It's from James Carter again with his fucking pronounceable Twitter ID, um, <laughs> and he says: October, Halloween, November, new consoles, December. What are you guys doing in December? Hashtag. I like the fact they like the fact that like Christmas doesn't come in. No, <laughs> referencing our last year's festivities. Yes. Um. Fucking hell. Here we go. Right. Yeah, we are gonna do something for December this year. Um. We've actually had it planned for like a year as well. Um. <laughs> essentially, fucking essentially, in, in December it is the twentieth anniversary of a game called Doom. 
Is it the 20th anniversary or is it the 15th anniversary? <laughs> Fucking hell. Have I got it wrong already? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the 20th anniversary. Hang on. Yeah. That means I would have been really young. Yes, it was. Fuck. I was really young when Doom came out. Um, <laughs> yes, it's the 20th anniversary of Doom. Um, so we're going to do Doom Sember. And all of the stuff is going to be about Doom. Wicked. I see. I, the only thing with this, obviously, I'm not going to stop you. I don't think I could, even if yeah, I wanted to. It's too to. late now. The balls um, are <laughs> in motion, mate. But I, I really don't think I've got anything to contribute to this. Oh, fine. Don't. <laughs> Other than, are we all going to make Doom levels? Yeah, what we want to do is get um, all the contributors, if they want to, to make a level. Well, anyone can fucking do it, to be honest. If you make, get Doom Builder 2, download it, uh, make a level in Doom, make a, and we'll piece them all together and make our own episode. That'd be quite cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, it would. Um, that's one of the things that we want to do. But yeah, Doom Sember, celebrating the 20th anniversary of Doom. Um, that's going to be pretty cool. I've already approached a few people privately to contribute something to the website. Mm. There's some good people already involved. I was going to say, there's one person who we shan't name because it may not happen. Yes. But it would be, be good if it there, does. There was a very drunken conversation at the GMA Awards, which led to me almost papping my pants of excitement, if we can pull that off. Um, but that's all we're going to say on that. Uh, anyway, Techie Rob says, did you hold the competition for the drunkest post-Eurogamer Expo drinker? If so, who won? Champion, second year running. I say, probably you, you <laughs> fucking idiot. I should not have given you that bottle of Jack We didn't. I forced mistake. it out of Warner's hands. You gave it to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I didn't tell him to like not hand he it didn't over. Didn't have a to choice. Just like look, right, fair enough. Uh, yeah, no, Andy was absolutely fucked by the end of that. See, this is the thing: is like Sean's known me for long enough that knows that like my sort of quote unquote character on this bloody podcast of sort of life. Yeah, I'm not always like that. <laughs> but fucking hell, I didn't do much for my reputation on that Eurogamer trick. <laughs> I showed yeah, up, you lived late, up to the caricature, bollocks within the hour. And blacked out when I got home. So, yeah, that was pretty good. Okay. Um, next. Sean Bamberger says, at what point will the next-gen hype fade, leaving us all to realise that PS4 X-Bone titles are probably going to be average? Um, straight yeah, away. there's going to be a few moments straight about away the... where you're going to be like, oh. Mm. Apparently everyone's, I mean, everyone's sulking about the PlayStation 4 launch now because Watch Dogs has been delayed and apparently Drive Club's been delayed. <laughs> No, it... so everyone's like, oh, there's no fucking games now. Shit. There's knack. There's knack. Kill, Killzone um, 4, mate. Mm. I am the only actual person who likes Killzone. Like, genuinely likes it. You're the only one. Yeah. Every, yeah. Other, other people think it's alright. <laughs> Most people think it's shit. But I genuinely like the Killzone games. And it, mm. a lot of it stems from the fact that, um, you know, have you ever been playing a game and you've gone online with it and you've just been, like, naturally quite good at it? You had mm. this of Anarchy Reigns, didn't you? Which is mental. Yes. Um, <coughs> but um, yeah, well. Killzone 2. I just started playing it online because it was something to do. And I'm oh, shit at Killzone 2. <laughs> like fucking, <laughs> you know, 15, 20 kill kill streaks and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so I, I, I started playing it quite a lot just because it was fun to be good at. Um, and it sort of stuck with me that for some reason I don't mind Killzone. I just don't mind it. Um, so I'll get that and convince myself it's good. <laughs> That's about it. Whatever. I'm probably going to get Assassin's Creed 4 a go, and I'll probably give that a go on next gen. Why not? Play on your PC, can't you? Oh, God, fucking PC, please. Um, <laughs> if I, yeah, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna play Assassin's Creed 4, I'll just get it on PS4 just to see what it's like. Why not? Um, mm. Battlefield 4. Yeah, I'd like to get that yeah. on console. That'd be good. Yeah. 
That'll do. Still, answers the question is, yeah, apparently now is when the, the shit <laughs> yeah. comes off the next generation because people are already sulking. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Moon Jam, powerful AJ Jeffrey says, if you had to have one gaming icon tattooed onto your genitals, who would it be <laughs> and why? Um, Welcome to the podcast, Gary. Yeah. Isn't this similar to the question I first question I sent in to you? Probably. <laughs> you, get, you get stuff like this quite a lot. Like genitals and tattoos. But. Could you get a tattoo, right, so a tattoo of Earthworm Jim, but yeah. so it would just be like the suit on your balls <laughs> and then the shaft and you just do his eyes and his mouth and like the sort of lines. It's quite good. I'd get um, Earthworm Jim as the blind salamander in Earthworm Jim too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, man. Oh, what a level. Um, we mentioned that level about a million times on this podcast. Yeah, because it's the best It's thing. the best level in the history of games. Villy yeah, people. Villy right. people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably, um, what else? I'll probably go, I know it's not an icon, I'll probably go with a, a Dark Souls thing. Go with the um, you know the message box, not the messages on the floor, but when you press it, it kind of, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the little what it pops up on the screen. Yeah. Just have that just just above the penis, just in that that area. Um, and what should we have? Have uh, try holding with both hands. <laughs> yes, and then, but obviously, I'd, I mean, I'd have to shave though, so you could see it. Or I could leave it, and then you don't do that anyway, Gary. And then if you want to, kind of, you know, you're not a groomer. Well. Not ex- an excessive one. Not in that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think if you leave it on, then yeah. if someone wants to sort of venture in, it's like pulling back a little secret <laughs> secret bush it, into a secret garden and then you find a message on the wall. Finding some treasure underneath, yeah. yes. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's what I've done. Seems sensible. Christ. Yes. Um, all right. Um, Moon Jam's other question is, what great video game sounds absolutely awful when you describe it to people? Is it all of them? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh oh shit. Um, God, something like God Hand is a great yeah. video game. But it's like oh it's about it's just punching people and that, isn't it? Um, is it describing it to someone who doesn't know anything about games or is it about is it describing I think it that's to what he means by people. <laughs> people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean basically the armored core games are a big one. because um, I have to go like look, right? It's really boring. <laughs> But after a while, that's why it's good. And uh, that wins everyone over, I find. I reckon Phoenix right. Because it's amazing. Mm. But if you said, well, what is it? Well, you, you're kind of, you're a, you're a, you're an attorney and you have to prove people wrong in court by finding holes in their testimony. It sounds really <laughs> well, And dry. occasionally use the spirit fucking medium. To... <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You can bring that in and be like, oh, actually, that sounds mental, but. Depends what, yeah, depends if it's just describing it to someone who doesn't play a game, because then it really is pretty much all. Mm. Um, I, think, yeah, I think Final Fantasy, Final <laughs> Fantasy 13, man. Final Fantasy 13, where even people who love it are like, eh, you know, play the first 20 hours before it gets, fuck that. <laughs> no. Well, isn't that, it, sound, it sounds awful and it is awful. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, that's true, actually. Yeah, these might be good games, aren't they? Oops. Right. Our man puncher says, <laughs> to the guest. Which one children's God. computer game podcast would you rather be on right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, probably none, this one, because I don't think any others would um, allow this level of unprofessionalism and depravity. So I'm going to stick with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. All right. All right, Moon Jam returns with a really small rap-based tweet question where he says, <laughs> David Cage, Ellen Page... 
who is better at Streets of Rage. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I honestly don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't like to make any sort of assumptions there. Wouldn't he let her win? Because he's sort of a bit in love with her. Yeah. Yeah, uh, possibly. Actually, yeah, he does. He does like to look at pictures of her on the internet. On the internet at various ages, <laughs> yeah. throughout the ages. Yeah. But it's so yeah. weird that is. Was Christ? It's absolutely weird. I don't know if you've listened to. I the have. Yeah, Joy it's Pod, really I, weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 All right. Couldn't even read it out with a straight face. I thought when cause I remember Gary was sending me bits of it. I thought it was a fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> sending you choice kits, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Um, I oh. like the bit where it said sorry to just right. carry on. But what you're supposed to do. <laughs> Stop talking, Harry. Um, Stop fucking talking. Um, I like there was a sentence in it that said, um, David Cage can't remember the Google search that brought him here. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it sounds like he's covering yeah. his tracks for the interview to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know what I was searching for. Yeah, young girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't remember. Just, just next question. I reckon she was searching for uh, temporary characters in Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> All right. Um, our McGuy says, I have got a new dog. She is very cute. What is the best video game dog slash pet? Uh, the dog that you have with you in Shadow Dancer. You can make oh, attack dudes. That is a good answer. That's a good answer. Yes. Chop? Chop's good. Chop is a good dog, apart from the fact he's attached to that shitty iOS game. Yes, yeah, that's true. Um, what about in, again, it's only because it's fresh in the mind, in uh, Ace Attorney, in the original Phoenix Wright, you can rent a dog to use on one, to find evidence in one of the murder cases from Gumshoe oh, called brilliant. Missile. Yes. Oh shit, oh holy yes. shit, he's no, in it. I'll tell you what, on the on the back of that, Missile in um, Ghost Trick. Oh, is the dog missile in Ghost missile Trick? Missile is also in Ghost Trick. Oh, it's a Pomeranian. Fucking hell. Pomeranian yeah, that's what it is, yeah, it's a Pomeranian. Missile. Yeah, it's a Pomeranian in, um, in Phoenix Wright. I need to I need to own a dog one day that's called Missile. Mm. It has to happen. has to happen. What about all of Tokyo Jungle? Oh, <laughs> Yeah, they're quite good. Actually, yeah, all the dogs Unlocking in that. Unlocking the beagle What's in that? that was a big moment for me. <laughs> Fucking yeah. There's a dog with... Oh, my God, what game was it from? It's like a dog with a cannon on its back. <laughs> I'm going to Google um, that. You keep hang on, talking. Hang on, hang on. Dog, cannon, on Cannon, I've literally back. just, yeah. Andy Hamilton can't remember the Google search that brought him to the city. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you bloody can. <laughs> you fucking can. A dog with cannon on back. <laughs> it was from some PS2 game, and I can't fucking remember, and Google's not helping. No, there was a brilliant... I just remember this, like, it's like a German shepherd just sat really proudly, just sat down, and with this fucking... Smoke. Because it's got a cannon on its back. Yeah. Dog cannon on back video game. PS2. It's not happening, man. It's not. I can't find it. This is going to piss me off so much. Nah, it's not. not I'm drawing a blank. Yeah. Okay. Next. Um. Here we go. <laughs> Moonjam says it's probably been ten years since I played Metal Gear Solid Two. Was that guy actually a vampire? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he was. Um. No, he wasn't. I, I think it's just what Kojima thinks bisexuals are, because he was bisexual, <laughs> wasn't he? So <laughs> what he thinks they're all like. Oh, man. He's, he's, he sort of portrays him as really effeminate, doesn't he? Yeah. And, yeah. and he's kind of the same. He's like fucking flying around ninja vampire yeah. style. So I think he just thinks bisexual people are really lithe and can fly up buildings and kill people efficiently. That's my answer. <laughs> Tweeting. Help. Does anyone remember... A Fuck game sake. with a dog with a cannon on its back. It's still, it's still bothering you. I think 
It was on the PS2. Someone help me, please. Um, Trihux says, without using words from any language, what have been your reaction to the Kickstarter? Without using words from any yeah. language? What? he says. <laughs> yeah, that, basically. Um, we just sent out another backer update. I always call them backer updates. Everyone can read them, just go on the page. <laughs> um, but they also get emailed to backers. Um, yeah, no, fucking ridiculous. Uh, 304% funded now. That's <laughs> pretty good. It is pretty good. It's stupidly good. Um, thanks again to everyone who who did that. We're all ridiculous. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> right, let's power through some questions. Two yes. plus two is Joe says, who is gaming's greatest Australian and why were they allowed to happen? Oh man, I actually can't think of a single one. Oh, you got, there's got to be someone. Um, the sniper from Team Fortress. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's, yeah, that is the answer. Right, hang on a minute. Okay, I've just gone on to um, Giant Bomb, okay, uh, after a quick Google search, and it says that uh, the Google search was Australian characters in video games. And mm-hmm. it's brought up a gallery of characters that are Australian in video games. Mm-hmm. And I think because none of us have got proper answers to this, um, I'm going to read them all out and see if you can think of any reason why they should or shouldn't be here. Okay. Okay. So, first of all, it's Mad Max (laughs) from the Mad Max game on the NES. (laughs) Obviously played by Mel Gibson, noted um, anti-Semite and Australian man. (sighs) Um, the second one, I'll just go through them, is Alexander the Greater, a character from Saturday Night Slam Masters. Now, brilliantly, there's a picture of Alexander the Greater here, okay, taken from his in-game bio. And it says he is uh, six foot six inches tall, weighs 359 pounds, and his hometown is Kentucky, USA. <laughs> <laughs> so that's wrong. Um, they've then got Animal Man, the superhero. <laughs> Um, Captain Boomerang, who's enemy of the Flash and villain in DC Universe Online. Um, some guy from Lost called Charlie. Uh, a character called Chips, who is apparently an, an Australian karateka, who's, um, I don't know, from some old karate game, those things. This is where it gets a bit weird as well. Uh, weirder. Chris Redfield. Mm. Chris Redfield. Chris Redfield. Chris Redfield. He's not. Well, no, I know. But <laughs> Chris Redfield. Okay. Immediately below that. Claire Redfield, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, of course. Oh my god, sorry, fucking hero. Ross Fubister, 87th. Yeah, it's from Metal Saga. Oh. Dog with cannon on back. Fucking brilliant. Exceptional work, sir. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. Continuing. Clown Man, a robot master from the Mega Man franchise. His weapon is the Thunderclaw. Noted Australian. <laughs> Craig Marduk from Tekken, maybe. Diver Ooh. from the Commandos game. Get this. E, one of the surfers that got turned into a vampire in fucking Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. <laughs> and then it's just, get this. Gail Monthys. Gail Monthys is a French professional tennis player. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, skipping down, because this is getting a bit tedious. We've also got Jin Kazama. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Lord Raptor from the Darkstalkers games. Apparently he was a rock star from Australia before he said. Michael Bisping, um, uh, who is a UFC middleweight, 
from... I say I know that name. Yeah, he's from Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, Rocco from Rocco's Mon Life. Bang on. Yes. Fair play. Um, is Tiger Woods? <laughs> Tiger Woods, star of the Tiger Woods PGA Tour series. So there you go, Joe. There's a list of notable Australians, according to Giant Bomb, um, in video <laughs> games. Right, David Turner's um, actually sends in a couple of good questions, unlike what I do to his podcast. Making <laughs> me never read your terrible. Yeah, I know exactly. He says, "What is the most disappointing game delay of all time?" Most disappointing. So now game this is obviously when you found out the game was delayed, you were like, "Ah, fuck!" Or just like fucking Last Guardian, man. Yeah, that's got to be up there, hasn't it? Delayed into fucking infinity. It's never coming out. Mm. Probably. Yeah, that's a big one, isn't <sighs> it? The Last Guardian. I mean, if you're talking about yeah. what it was like when it actually came out, it's got to be the Duke. Yeah, oh, actually, yeah. Correct. But that's obviously the game when it was released. The delay sucked, but. Mm-hmm. The game coming out was that—that that was pretty. Hard. It's got to be one of those two. Christ, the last Guardian has been talked about in the same breath as Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> Only on Midnight Resistance. He also that. says, "Where would you set Grand Theft Auto 6? Uh, just somewhere in in the English countryside. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> A few hills because I want I want I want them like I want to see them tackle a place that I actually know Durham and see how jarring it is because I know like apparently people from LA have been playing Grand Theft Auto Five and just being like ah fuck this like <laughs> like because they they see perfectly what a sort of snide overly cynical like shitty take on it is whereas we're just like yeah it's probably what it's fucking like it's full of dickheads yeah pretty much. Um, he also says, what is the worst possible multiplayer game to play on your own? It's mm. a good question, isn't it? We probably should have prepared for that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, worst multiplayer game to play on your own? Virtual um, Tennis. i tell you what, I've actually got one. Quake free on your own. Single player mode and that's a piece of shit. Well, that's not multiplayer. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Quake 3. Yeah. Oh, you mean... I mean, uh, it has bot matches, yeah. but... I was going for a more... Um... Yeah, Quake 3 sucks like, a fat one on your own. I was going for, mm. like, you set up some, like, virtual tennis and you put, plug two controllers in. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then just keep serving aces. <laughs> um, uh, most Battlefield games are piss poor on your own because you, if you're not with mates or people you can actually coordinate with, it's a fucking wasted time. Or you're playing the single player, which is just as shite in the most recent yeah. ones. Yeah, fucking hell. They've not even fucking shown any of the single player, have they? Can you think of any? Uh, no, I hope, I'm sort of hoping there isn't any. But yeah, yeah no, me too. That would be that would be amazing if they just were like surprise. There's no single player. Um, any fighting game as well because it's pointless. Yeah, I mean, I didn't used to be like that back yeah. in the day. I was, you know, used to be perfectly happy just knocking out some frames of Street Fighter against the computer. But as I've got older, it is just like, yeah, I've got to play it online or nothing. It has to yeah. be competitive mm. or it's a bust. Yeah. Or I'll just sit in practice mode. I just can't even play against the computer anymore. Well, there's no... Because yeah, yeah, yeah. when you ramp the difficulty up, all that happens is they just know they read everything. So yeah. it just turns into you waiting for them to do something and reacting, and it's not really, you know... Because I think the... Fun. The, yeah. The thing against... Mm. The thing with playing in practice mode is you, you understand that it's an artificial setup, whereas when you're playing against the AI, you sort of... You feel like you are learning, but actually... Yeah. basically getting away with all sorts of shit you would never get away with in an actual fight fuck, so it lulls you yeah. fuck Capcom and bosses as well yes. Gil, <laughs> Gil and first time you fight Gil and, and you finally fucking get him and he just goes resurrection dickhead and just 
It's all fucking health conspiracy. <laughs> he might not say dickhead, but he implies it. He implies dickhead. <laughs> He'd be better if he did. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think we've covered that. Yeah, I reckon we can power through these last few questions. Okay? Do it. There's quite Smash a few, but I reckon we can get them all done tonight and actually wrap it up. Um, mm-hmm. Two plus two is Joe Og. Screbbles returns and says, if David Cage had to look at your Google image search results to spawn his new game, what would have emerged? Well, first of all, it would have a dog with a cannon on its back. Yeah, so pretty fucking brilliant. So it's, you know, better than heavy rain immediately. <laughs> um, what else? I don't know. Is there any, there's no way to just look at your recent Google image search. Does he, search, does he not there? mean of you? Because that's what he did to Alan Page. Okay. Oh, uh, he may mean that. In which case, your Google image. My game is about a black guy that got shot by the police. That's yes, very yes. true. I'm gonna do which mine he'd now. Love. He'd love it. I would love that. Um, no, I mean Cage would love it. So. Oh, I see. I would also. Love you it. would also love it. Um, uh, mine yeah. would be a bizarre crossover game between comedy writer Andy Hamilton and darts player Andy Hamilton. Looks <laughs> 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 things. Mine would be the word poo. For some reason. <laughs> and me, with no shirt on, holding a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> so, yeah. Sounds brilliant. Also, I'm quite upset because I've done a Google image search for my name and I used to be on, like, the second did, page. Yeah. I need to get Chris on the phone to sort my SEO out. Well, the third the third, the third, one has you in it, Sean. You're uploading a, a pedal boat. Oh, nice. <laughs> so there you go. We can, we can factor that in. Yes. <laughs> right. Um, Omniphobia says, last weekend I finally caved and bought a Vita. Have I made a terrible mistake? No. Uh, well, we can't. Yeah, we, we can't really comment because none of us have one. That said, do sort yeah, of. Yeah, we've one all now. gone through this weird, like, resurgence because of PlayStation Plus. I don't know about you, Gary, but yeah. me and Sean have. Like, because I know I'm sat on a fucking gold mine of PS Vita yeah, games. Absolutely. Yeah, like, I've already got most of the games I want for it, which is brilliant. I'm, uh, I'm mostly numb inside, so just. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds, sounds, they sound good though, yeah. Um, this actually links us over quite nicely onto the next question from Matt Murray, who says, is Sean Andy and potential guest entertaining the idea of going fully digital for next gen? Games, Boster, games boxes equals clutter in it. Now, I'm not sure about next gen, but my PS3 is a fucking digital console. Mm-hmm. I've got five games and they are like completely, you know, ready to be traded in at the drop of a hat. They're there just because they were dirt cheap and I fancied mm. playing them. But all the games that I actually play on it, so again, bought Street Fighter 4 recently, just bought it off PSN. It was 11 quid with all the DLC. Um, you know, my my PS3 is pretty much already fully digital. Mm. Pretty much. See, mine would be if I had the storage on it. Mine's only about 8 gigs. Uh, so. That's fair enough. We've got um, a launch model, so I'm, I'm fucked for that. But. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you can play PS2 games. So. That is true. I used to be able to do that, but I lost it. Um, what else is pretty rad about that whole thing, though? Yeah, so, again, going fully digital. Yeah, it seems to be working out quite nicely. I'm getting a lot of stuff, but also PlayStation Plus obviously held quite a big part in that. Um, what, again, another weird thing is, this will date the podcast, but the next two PlayStation Plus games are um, Remember Me and Metal Gear Solid Rising, which is mm-hmm. pretty good. Um, yeah. Sean and I were in a CEX and found pre-owned copies of both of those games. Remember Me is pre-owned at £16 and Metal Gear Rising is pre-owned at £15. Now, obviously, you might be able to get of those games cheap if you look online, but High Street, pre-owned, that's 31 quid, And that's before you even factor in the Vita titles they're giving you. Fucking PlayStation Plus does not take the piss, the value they give you every month. 
It's like they're giving you a game that's like five, six quid pre-owned. Like th- those two games are less than a year old. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Fucking unreal. When you compare them to fucking uh, Halo Three came out now for um, Gold. The big, the one, for, the one for me was fucking Rainbow Six Vegas, which like you can pretty much just go into a game and ask for a copy. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, that's, that's great if you're an Xbox Live Gold subscriber. I, for one, as of the 22nd of October, will not be. Bloody hell. Because I can't be arsed. I don't use it No, anymore. I mean, either. This is it. Not bothered. And fucking, is anyone else getting this thing with the 360 at the moment, where half the time where they turn it on, it's making you do a load of fucking security bullshit? Yeah, my other thing is, one is like when I turn it on, it just takes ages to let me do anything. Yeah, and the fact that they know about that and there just isn't a solution for it, is there? It's just like, oh, well, maybe make a new profile. Fuck off. Mm. <laughs> Dicks. Dicks. Um, okay, right. Chairman Blouses, who had the biggest willy at the Eurogamer meet? <laughs> Dunno. Um, there's some stiff competition well. in that regard, I would imagine. Um, no, I've, I've absolutely no idea. Who do we think, who is there who we reckon is, who reckon has a massive donk? Dunno. I was hammered, mate. I can't remember anything. <sighs> um, I don't know. Whoever we, whoever See, we say, I can think of a weird, few. Whoever we pick. Which is the thing, yeah, I can think of a few that I reckon probably have. But then that, that implies that I've thought about it. It's fine. We all know you have shot, so just just pop it out there, as it were. No, no it's fine. I'm keeping it to myself. Fine. Well, that's that then, isn't it? <laughs> yes, that's the end of that discussion. Next. Combine Hunter says, if you could cook and eat the flesh of any fictional video game creature, what would it be? <laughs> and what would be the side dish? <laughs> uh, Aptonoth with a serving of Hunter Cola. It's, yeah, I was going to go with Monster Hunter thing. I'd fucking, oh, eat, I'd fucking eat anything from Monster Hunter, man. Fucking <laughs> give me my I prey. Think, I reckon um, we were talking about it before, boy from Nobby Nobby Boy, <laughs> because you could eat like just put his just keep arse in your him. mouth and he panic, okay. yeah. start trying to fuck off, and then he just keeps stretching and stretching and stretching. You've got you've got a meal for months there. Is there a better noise yep. in video games? And Nobby Nobby Boy when he is stretching. <laughs> that oh, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Can you still get you, Nobby Nobby Boy? You get little treats on the way as well, as you were sort of eating along. There'd be <laughs> yeah. eating like a little person that got stuck in there, or, you know, a roof of a house or a, a shrub, <laughs> which gets you, uh, gives you a vegetable count. So he's the perfect meal. <laughs> yes. I feel like the thing with Nobby Nobby Boy is I feel like I'm on this constant, like, brink of just admitting that it's actually bollocks. What do you mean? Just, <laughs> do you know what I mean? No. Like, no. I complain. It's like, ah, oh, is it, like, I feel like one day I'm just going to play it and I'm just going to be like, actually, there isn't much here. I may be wrong. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. there isn't, is it? That's what he does. He likes, he likes toys, doesn't he? Yeah, I guess. That's why he went on to do it's that like, playground. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know why and he's doing that. fucking brilliant 10 year one year teens. Is that his? Um, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell, I didn't um, play. I had no... Oh, shit. I'd have been sat on that all And he also did uh, Alphabet for the LA Game Space bundle, <laughs> which saying was about fucking that? excellent. Yeah, incredible. Um, yeah, no, I, I feel like... It's, yeah, it's one of the ones where, like, one day someone's going to go, oh, the Emperor's got no clothes on, lads. It's just... <laughs> no, it's it's wonderful. It's a joy. Okay. I won't, I won't hear it. No, I think my, my favourite thing about Nobby Nobby Boy is the fact that half the soundtrack is actually sort of really plaintive and Sad. <laughs> <laughs> the same effect as Mountain Your Friends having the really intense kind of 80s yeah, com- yeah, competition. Yeah. And then really weird sort of, um, I can't really explain it, dowry synth, doesn't it? Like really kind of contemplative, almost miserable. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bizarre. Next. 
Right, um, Renegade Six Killer says, Franklin, Michael, and Trevor, marry one, shag one, kill one. <laughs> um, well, I wouldn't marry uh, Michael, because we've seen how that goes. Right, so that narrows I... it down to Trevor or Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> right, obviously marry Franklin. Okay, right, marry Franklin, got him down. Um, do you think that you're going to have a choice if Trevor decides he wants to shag you? <laughs> That's true, actually. Yeah, he, Tre- yeah. Trevor's making the decision for you, yeah. really, isn't he? Right. You're just going to have to go with whatever Trevor's after. Right. I would uh, shag Trevor for the experience. <laughs> it's going to be intense. Um, so then... we're killing Michael by default, then, are we? No, I'd kill Franklin. Cause oh, just... I knew you were Nothing. racist before you got your Racist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not afraid to do it. And then, and then marry Michael because isn't would he still be married to his wife? When he's out on a mission, can have a go on his wife. <laughs> beat up his son. Yeah, but he'll beat the piss out of you if he finds out. Well, it, it's fine. I'll just you know I'm discreet <laughs> and uh, just leave his daughter alone because she's too young. So, Oostvu says, "Why did Sean eat the sausages?" <laughs> So this is in reference to the fact that I said on Joypod that I probably wasn't going to eat any food at the GMAs because um, I don't really like taking free stuff that's paid for by PRs. Um, or at least not if it's something I might one day comment on. Um, uh, yeah, no, it came to the evening. I couldn't be bothered. I was quite hungry. And it was fucking sausage and mash. It was all right as well, mad. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, um, yeah no, it was fine. <laughs> um, I just basically figured that no one, no one benefits from even trying to pay off the no existence. Because <laughs> no we don't review anything and no one reads our fucking site anyway. So, <laughs> it's fine. One guy thought we were UK resistant. Yeah, that was good. That was the guy who was sat next didn't to. We, didn't right? we just say, like, yeah. <laughs> no, he, well, the thing was, he, he got us, he thinks that we and, min, and UK resistance are the same thing. Because um, when I said we were from Midnight Resistance, he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, guys with the t-shirts and you know, blue skies and games and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He sort of mashed us together. Take it. Take it. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Yeah, didn't didn't argue. Yeah, my name's Gary Cutlack. Pleased to meet you. Capsmock says, best radio station slash song in GTA. Uh, it's got to be the, the rock one, just because it's got fucking logins it's got on it. Up, mate, Baker Street. Me and Gary were driving around at Baker Street the other day. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we did when we were playing um, our endless frames of um, Top Fun. We just had the, radio, the rock radio station on. Yeah. It's the only one to have, especially <laughs> Just, the fighter jet. You can't put anything else on. Yeah. I was playing it the other night. I think it was when I was online with you guys, and I was just driving around, and... Um Actually, Sean was watching me play it. Just Baker Street just came on. I just stopped on the top of this mountain and just listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Amazing. The soundtrack's fucking brilliant, that game. It was you, Sean. It was like, the soundtrack's not as good as the previous ones. It, it's taken... It's because yeah, you're not listening to the rock to soundtrack. It's amazing. Well, it's like I say, I think the, the main issue is it doesn't have Goodbye Horses on it. That's a big deal for me. Oh, fair enough. But um, but no, it, it's it is sinking That's in. Got um, it's just taking me longer to find my favourite. Still DREs on it as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, okay, Renegade Six Killer also says video game journalists who repeatedly slate games they've not played, corrupt and unethical, just misguided or unjustifiable or justifiable. Fucking hell! I almost didn't give anyone a get out then. <laughs> um. I I appreciate there are people out there who refuse to judge things without playing them, and that is cool and really respectable. However, I am guilty of writing things off um, without playing them. 
Oh, and thinking things are brilliant without playing them. I mean, I've gone, you know, all the way in on fucking Hyperlight Drifter on Kickstarter. What do I know about that? I've seen a trailer with some nice music. Could play like absolute shit. Yeah, I think there's a, a slight difference between um, thinking something's going to be rubbish and thinking something's going to be awesome. And yeah. then kind of, you know, when it's out, talking about it um, in, in detail. I mean, I, I was having a, a chat with someone today about Grand Theft Auto, and again, predictably, it was about the fact that it's, there's no freedom in the game. And mm. after not so much arguing, but debating our points <laughs> for about 20 minutes, it, it, guy hadn't played it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, not being funny, but like, again, the offer's out there. Come and play it with us. Like, if you've got any doubts about how much fun Grand Theft Auto V is, come and play it with us. Um, but yeah, I was straight up, I was like, well, there's no point continuing this now. Like, why, like, like, why are you having such an, um, an issue over, you know, the way that this game allows you to, you know, mess around with its rules and have fun at their expense and, and because of them, um, when you've not fucking played it yourself? It's, mm-hmm. met, it's dumb. That, because that's, that's yeah. silly, because that's like, you're not just putting the game down or writing it off based on a trailer that didn't really float your boat. Because like, yeah. I thought The Last of Us was going to be shit. <laughs> I remember seeing the trailer and just going like, nope. And uh, for the first mm. couple of hours as well, I thought it was fucking right. But I ended up really mm. enjoying it. Um, I mean, this is this is one of the problems, isn't it? Is that not, you know, to play and genuinely appreciate a video game, you're talking about a significant financial and... What's the word I want? Time. Temporal, Temporal expense. investment. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, of course, it's fucking tempting to just look at things and go, nah, I ain't playing that. Because it's almost a fucking relief. Because <laughs> there are so many good games yeah. that you you can't even, you know, there's no time to play all the good ones, never mind waste time with ones that you're not enjoying. So, of course, there's that temptation to just write them off. It's all right if you say, I don't think I will enjoy it, so um, I haven't played it. But if you say yeah. this game isn't good, if you're coming from that sort of standpoint and saying, I think it's no good when you haven't yeah. played it, obviously that's ridiculous. Yeah, I guess that's that's the uh, the danger, isn't it? It's crossing over from I ain't going to play that to that is shite. Yeah, if you say I've sort of made a to value the, uh, authority of, of yeah. what, I, what I know I like and what I've heard about it and I think that I wouldn't like yeah. it and there's this, this yeah. and this I want to play first that I think I will mm-hmm. like, that's yeah. fine. But. I mean, there are certain examples... Um, of games that are that just for me didn't even stand a chance when they came out because of the way they were marketed, um, and I know that's unfair. Um, but man, Hip- Hitman Absolution, I just could never enjoy that game. Yeah. I'm, I'm not even going to try. Well, this yeah. is it, and I know that's wrong. No, but again, like this is it, and, and eventually, eventually, it dropped mm. to a mm. price where I yeah. was willing to give it a punt. It's like three quid. And, yeah, and I did find some good in that game, as in free mm-hmm. levels. And the re- and the rest <laughs> of it is exactly what I thought it was like. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, did, have for the, the sake have of those, balance, yeah, have those oh three levels changed my opinion I had on Hitman Absolution before I'd played it? No. Mm. If, if someone asked me about it in detail, I will, you know, I could sort of say, well, there's a couple of levels where it does fucking work, but and then mm. I'd just go straight into the the sort of stance I had in the game before I'd even played it. So I get it, I do get it, but. Again, it's mm. just it's just all about like um, how much authority I think you're putting into it. If you're talking about a game um, and and making like a real solid opinion, like I think this mm. of this game, and you haven't mm. played it, then you, you're you're assuming it based on um, usually what people have said on the internet about it, and yeah. for most people, and that's a fucking terrible thing to judge your opinion on because people on the internet 
horrible. Um, for the most part. <laughs> yeah, I um, I feel like I need to play Absolution just so I can be properly, legitimately disappointed. Yeah, like, it's so <laughs> annoying as well. Because but I don't good... want to. Do you never wonder like <laughs> how much you value your free time though? If it gets to the point where you're willing to play things just so you can knowledgeably hate them. <laughs> yeah, but, but people like, watch TV. That, I don't know if that makes TV you a... shows they don't like all the fucking time. You know, it's... yeah. Well, they're idiots. And they shouldn't do that. What about these <laughs> series, these the drama series? Because I don't watch any drama series. But when they say, "Oh, you you've got to watch sixteen hours of it before you start enjoying it," yeah, and you think, "No, that, no, I haven't." And and it's like, yeah, that's like the whole Breaking Bad thing. Like, I watched the first episode and thought it was all right, and that's yeah. as far as I've gone with it. And I keep getting told, "Oh no, it's still really, really good." But I know that there's a time investment in getting through it, especially if I like it. It's even bigger. <laughs> so it just gets pushed to the back. It's just pushed away. Yeah. Whereas three quid for Hitman, play it for a few levels, and then sack it off because I didn't like it. That's a bit of less of an investment than TV series, so I suppose that's why I do it with games. Yeah. For instance, me and my <laughs> girlfriend started watching The X-Files again from the start, and Series 1 was pretty fucking rad. And series 2 was all right, still good. And then by the time it's in Series 3, it's fucking all over the shop. And um, but think of how much time I put into the X Files before, and she was com- she wanted to keep going. She was like, "We've already watched series one and two. I'm like, "There's fucking nine series or something like that. Let's just get out now." And uh, managed to managed to pull the plug on that one. But um, yeah, I'd already dedicated two seasons worth of time to it before I knocked on the head. I don't know. You probably should play something before you have an authoritative point on it. But it's quite easy with how much media is available to you to be able to mm. factor some kind of opinion before you played it. And then it's you've got the internet, so it's even easier to put that opinion out there. And it comes down to how much time you have to play games. Yeah. Which changes depending on things in your life, and then you think, well, I have to really pick what I actually know I'm going to enjoy. Otherwise, I'm just going to have a slightly miserable experience with this with the few hours I've got to play something. So that's a factor as well. Mm, totally. Cool. I reckon I'll do, boys. Right. Yeah. Yep. Beautiful. I went well. I'll, I'll bloody stop then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, once again, thanks for those of you, or thanks to both uh, those of you who bought a t-shirt. To both Gavin, of you got, bought that t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, to both of you bought a t-shirt. Um, no, honestly, much appreciated. Um, still don't know what we're going to do with the money. Um, mind you, I am quite poor, so I might just you know, squirrel a lot away and uh, not send any t-shirts out. That's a joke. <laughs> I'm going to send the t-shirts out. Uh, Andy, you're coming up to help me fucking package them up. Apparently, them up yeah. Um... I need to get in touch with someone who's done this sort of thing before because I don't know how I send out 80-odd parcels at once. I assume you just print, you print the labels off at home? I think there is a service. Call... This is something. This is a discussion for off the air. I'm sure no one gives a fuck <laughs> about... <laughs> What I'm saying is, if anyone listening has got any expertise, yeah, it is your, give us a shout. It is your IT skills from back at school. You know, and you whack them in a spreadsheet and turn them into labels. Can you do Remember that? Remember your training. It's amazing what computers can do these days. Isn't it just? And what they yes. could do 15 years back ago. in 1990. <laughs> yeah. um, right, wicked. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, Gary, thanks for coming on. It's been enjoyable. Welcome. Beautiful. Andy, 